Okay. Look at that. Done and done. Yeah. And look at us go. Uh, just me and you. So no no clapping then? You'll just No clapping. Now nah, we're it's fine. Gonna, we don't need to clap. You're gonna line it up close enough? Oh, it's fine. I we I said go and you clicked it. That's how it works. Yeah. You 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 know, you clicked it when I said go, right? Right? I, yeah. Well there we go. Within however many you miles have nothing of to worry about, Jim. it is between Philadelphia and New Jersey. We're fine. There's a lot of electrons, but um it's whatever. Who cares about electrons? Uh, oh you know boy. who doesn't care about electrons? Katie motherfucking Keen. Well, probably. I was going to say our, our boy Archie doesn't care because he's not in this oh, week's episode. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in this fucking episode. Also, uh, not in this episode. My mom. It's no girls allowed this time. It's just the boys. Yeah. So uh, I'm um, I'm Matt's friend, uh, and that's yeah, that's Matt. And I'm Matt. Hello. Matt's mom works on this big boat thing all year, uh, and she's in crunch time for that right now. So she's off yeah. for the next th- couple of episodes. I think three. I think we're gonna do three. I think we are gonna do three. Yeah, we're gonna do three. Um. I think it might extend past the time that like she could be. Yeah, we'll give her give her available. Give her an but, episode you know, to get back in the swing. Yeah, you know, uh, and this way also it's kind of like a little surprise. She'll she's been out of the country for a while. She might see the notification go up that this is happening, yeah, but I didn't tell I, her because yeah, I, I, I don't think whatever. we mentioned it in the group chat that we were going to do this. I think we just no. <laughs> We just kind we just of went rogue. <laughs> we did just kind of go rogue because I think she left after an episode that we recorded, and Jim was like, "Hey, you want to do a little sneaky thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." I I edited out these episodes. I could I could uh, schedule them. So um, I guess we did a little fake out because last episode last episode we said we were taking a month off, but that's not true. Yeah, we never cause, sleep because we we love you, our fans. Yeah, uh, and we uh, wanted to and, give you some some goofs. Yeah, and some uh, of you may or may not be on the boat that go, that I am. All, I will also be on that boat. Right. Um, that that my mom works on. But um, if you're not, uh, we don't want to. We don't want to rob you of yeah of our content of our mellifluous voices. Oh my god, I don't even know what that means. Um, but it's fine. It's uh, nice, I guess. I don't. It's, I get nice. Sure. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, what's happening what, here, Jim? What, what had happened? Was what had happened uh, in in the year of Riverdale season four? <laughs> uh, the guys up at uh, CW headquarters had a great idea to make a spinoff Charles, show. Uh, Charles Whitlock. Yes, Charles uh, Entertainment Charles Whitlock. Uh, Charles Entertainment Whitlock had an idea <laughs> to make a spinoff like... show, uh, and they said, "Hey, you know who is way better than Riverdale, but is currently tied up on Riverdale? It's Josie. It's uh, Josie. Josie is way too Josie good for this show. Pussy cats." Yes, uh, she is. But maybe she's not ready to carry her own show, so we'll give it to some other completely new person that has never worked on television before. Uh, no, yeah, it, exactly. Lu- Lucy Hale has been on other <laughs> shows. That's that's who plays Katie Keene. Uh, so they, they moved okay. elsewhere in the Archie universe. Uh, All right. And they brought in Katie Keene to, to carry the show. Uh, 
And so here's so we're gonna do a couple episodes about this half season of television. Um, yeah, they they started recording the show in the winter of 2019 to 2020, which uh-huh. you may recall is also when a sort of global pandemic occurred. A little bit of a uh, pandemonium happened, maybe uh, a global panini, if you will. Right. So they started to air just before we left on the last cruise. Oh God! By the way, I okay. I feel like that that in it in it easy for me to say. Um, that in and of itself should get a little story time because we were on a boat while the whole world was like burning down. Oh yeah, we we went on the the we like the went last on this cruise, cruise that left Fort Lauderdale before the pandemic. The, exactly the last cruise. Like we we literally couldn't get to i think it was grand turk uh, that year because they were like nah nah son you might have some COVID on your boat yeah one of the ports then, would not let us dock uh so we just yeah. had an extra sea day we were getting like we were getting third hand information we were like what the fuck's happening we thought that the that trump got yeah like COVID, like, and we were like Woo! who knows and then what we got there and we were like no we didn't get it but then yeah so like there was even it was even up in the air if we were going to leave the boat that day we might have had to quarantine for two weeks uh-huh. Um, but no, they just let us out into Florida to just like, let us roam around in COVID town. Yeah, heck them kids. Um, but yeah, so that was, sorry, that was our last year while Katie Kim was being filmed. Right. So, so they, they aired the first couple of episodes, uh, through the Valentine's episode, I think. Uh, and then they took a several month break while everyone was really scared. And then when things yeah. started back up again, like later in the summer, they they aired the rest of the episodes uh, and then the show was canceled. Um, and yikes! By the way, and so I'm I've we're recording uh, tonight's episode is about episodes one through four of the show. We're gonna go through them. Yeah, we're and, doing it in chunks, yeah. gang. We're not we're not gonna go. We're, you know, we're not gonna go crazy. one at a time for thirteen episodes. We're gonna do three episodes yeah. about this whole show. It'll be uh, it'll be um, God. I don't. I'm not sure it, if it'll be more efficient it'll be, because it'll be a little abridged. <laughs> It'll be abridged. We'll we'll just we won't be going through every line of dialogue. We won't be going at it scene by scene. Right. We'll, right? we'll give you the rundown of like what happens in the episode and and the different yeah. characters plot arcs. Uh, I will say uh, this show is much better than Riverdale. I was gonna say um it, th- it that is, is the we are keeping the format of me being not the one that watches it right and somebody else being the one who watches yes, it. Yes. Yes. So, Matthew has not seen the show. Uh, I have so I, I have seen some of it. Yeah, uh, and I'm going so to see the rest of it as we as we move forward. Yeah, which it seems to be healing some of the psychic damage that you have endured from yeah. the CW's Riverdale. Yeah, so the the insane. opposite thing happens when I watch Riverdale. I can't watch too much of it <laughs> because it damages my brain, and I need time to recover. Yeah, uh, but when I watch Katie Keene, it is so good that I don't want to like go through more of it than I need to. I want it to last. Yeah. <laughs> Because this wow. this show is actually really good. That's insane. Uh, it is set one hundred percent more in the real world than Riverdale is. Oh, thank God! They don't they don't do all the fucking uh, skit scats and just, American Excess cards. Uh, they, and... Okay, so they do make up names of Fuck. places they don't want to pay for product placement. God damn it! Um, okay, fine. So that's fine. that's definitely still a thing. Uh, All right. Okay. Katie fine. works at a department store called Lacey's. No. What? Uh, and Come on, dude. Upon arriving in New York, uh, Josie gets a job at Plunkin' Donuts. What? Uh, 
but doesn't even it's not even alliteration anymore. Yeah, so it could be Plunkin' Plonuts. That's fine, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think Plunkin' is fine. Plunkin' Dunkin' America runs on Plunkin'. Uh, I'm not, no, America doesn't run on Plunkin'. It runs on Duncan. All right. <laughs> God damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I really thought this was gonna be a, a different show, but uh, uh, it's definitely takes place in a more real world than Riverdale does. That's very okay. That's fine. Um, there's no like, there's well, I hope there's no serial killers or um, serial killer genes. It, it does not or... seem like it's that kind of show at all. Okay, uh, thank it's, God. It's like slice of life, uh, rent for oh okay for millennial teens and sure and Zoomers and whatnot. All right, cool. Um, oh God. All right. It's about. Four crazy kids trying to make their dreams come true in all right in New York in in the, 20, in the Big Apple or something. Uh, so the the main characters right. let's 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 start from the beginning. The the main characters say, are Katie yeah. Keene, the titular character. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, and she works at Lacey's department store. Huh. Oh. Uh, so I believe the show was shot. In Vancouver, like the rest of the CW shows. Right, obviously. Uh, and they flew the cast and some crew out to New York for like a long weekend to shoot exterior shots a couple of times mm-hmm. during the show uh, gotcha. at various landmarks around the city. Right. Um, I, I don't think it was filmed in New York. I could Google this, I guess. Well, maybe I'll Google it right now. Uh, okay, well, fine. I guess yeah, we do have yeah. uh, the internet and uh, infinite knowledge at our fingertips. But also, pretty, pretty sure they shot in Vancouver. This uh, this episode is brought to you by Jim's Tippity Taps on his keyboard. Oh, hey, no, no, look at that. They did actually shoot it in New York City. That's wild. Oh, wow. All right. Huh. That's That's got to be dope. Just that's, like... That's fascinating. I'm gonna... I mean, so uh, the the pilot episode includes uh-huh. like exterior shots at some cute little landmarks all around town. Sure. Uh, and then each of the next episodes that i've seen has at least one exterior shot at a cute new york landmark okay Uh, except for the bottle episode uh where they don't leave the apartment that one Ah. obviously there's no exterior shots at a a landmark damn Uh, Damn, damn, damn. so yeah it looks like they looks like they shot it in new york city or at least all right uh, maybe what is what does it say you go katie keen i would have loved i would love to work on a because like i think there was um Pedro Pascal was just on SNL and he was like, yeah, I just did this last of a shoot. And instead of uh, taking a job in like Hawaii or the Bahamas, I decided to ride a horse through the tundra while I got chased by a guy who looked like he has general warts or whatever. Like just it was like the I don't know, like he had a dick for a face or whatever. And I was like, (laughs) damn, that's got to be a huge part of being like a high priority actor is like you get the good jobs, you get the good locations. <laughs> like I would have loved to, to, I would love to be an actor and just go to New York and live there maybe for free, maybe for like a discount and just like act and then go out at night. That'd be sick as fuck. Uh, yeah, I guess they must've put them all up in like apartments or hotels or something for maybe for the six months for like a couple months. They shot. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, How but long so, could so it take? even more than Riverdale, this show is extremely musical. Um, Ashley Murray, oh, who plays God. Josie, sings in almost every episode. Wow. Um, oh, but so wait, hold on, because I know that there's like, I feel like every episode of Riverdale, almost every episode of Riverdale, has to have 
a musical number while something else is going on, not, right? There's like not that. every episode. Most of them, not yes, every, but not every episode. But this one, but Katie Keene is like, we're going to sing every episode maybe twice. Yeah, they they definitely sing several times in, wow. in, in a lot of episodes. Wow. Um, okay. Sick. This is like some crazy ex-girlfriend stuff. Uh, and Ashley Murray obviously is amazing. Um, she does like mm-hmm. the heavy lifting on most of the singing. Uh, they let Good. Lucy Hale sing a couple of times here and there, um, right. mostly sure. as like harmony or part of a duet or or what have you. That's cool. I mean, that I feel like uh, you know, Lucy Hale sure. is Katie Keene. Lucy Hale is Katie Keene. Um, uh, I so, feel like that's fine. I feel like if they let Josie sing all the time, I'm fine with that. Yeah, she's a good singer. Yeah, makes and, sense. And everyone is really good. Um, like hell even yeah, even Julia Chan, who they don't let sing that often, she plays like the fourth roommate who's not doesn't really live with them. But we'll, we'll we'll get to her in a second. Um, so okay, so you have Katie. Uh, sure. Katie is twenty something. They're not exactly one hundred percent sure on the ages of any character except Josie. I was gonna say we know Josie I mean, is a seventeen year old high school dropout. Oh, she's a high school dropout. Yeah, she left she like, Riverdale oh, right. to go on tour with her dad at the end of season three. Right. Okay. Uh, and never returned. <laughs> I I don't remember if, <laughs> just, if they mentioned that she gets a GED, GED. They might have mentioned that in Riverdale, but I don't remember for sure. Mm, I don't I don't think they mentioned that in Riverdale. Uh, but, I think they just went well. But she's for, going to New York or whatever. For our purposes, I will continually refer to Josie not as Josie, but as Josie, seventeen-year-old high school dropout. Oh, perfect. Yes, good. Uh, <laughs> Just to keep it all squared away, yeah, yeah. like uh, like how, um, oh God, um, Doctor Curl Junior went to eight years of um, right of junior school, of junior school. Yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, so Lucy <laughs> Hale is is Katie Keene. She works at Lacey's department store. Uh, she works in like the personal shopper kind of division under a crazy fashion lady named Gloria. Who's like? Oh, is it kind of like a Devil Wear Pro- Devil it, Wears Prada type? Yes, deal? it's exactly a Devil Wears Great. Prada connection. Excellent. Um, Love that I could see that through your eyes. Yeah, TV, yeah. Gloria you know? is like the evil boss, and and she's only sort of evil. Like she's sometimes she's actually a really good boss, which I'm always happy when that occurs. What the fuck is happening in this show? I'm so I'm so ready yeah, for stuff to be like wickedly outlandishly crazy and there I, is, it's not happening there is yet. really only one cartoonishly evil villain in the show and everything <laughs> that involves her is makes the show a little bit worse ah, um for i was having gonna that, say like cartoonish villain i was gonna say it was gargamel he was trying to get all the smurfs in new york uh, and they just kind of did a weird crossover and he, <laughs> he came over with his big fucking eyebrows and his hunched back and he's like give me the smurfs or whoever whatever he sounds like um so katie works for this fashion lady amazing uh she dreams of being a clothing designer uh, right and as she as, makes... as we know from from the episodes of Archie that we've seen, of Riverdale that we've seen, uh, uh-huh. she made those dumb hero costumes. Those so dumb uh, hero costumes. The clothes that she makes on this God. show are much better. Uh, That's the, good. The show sets up that all of the clothes that she wears and like some of the other characters wear are clothes that she has made. Okay. All um, right. I like that. I, I'm down with and, that. And they're sure. they're pretty good. I'm not like a fashion expert or anything, but like you know, their costumes I, are are pretty cool. Like yeah, good good. None good of work. them have. 
I'm assuming none of them have too many ruffles or are clashing in uh, any way. Those are those are the some only of that two. In, those yeah, those are know, like the only whatever. two fashion <laughs> verbs that I know is <laughs> ruffles and clashing. I don't. I know nothing. I wear I wear jeans and t-shirts exclusively. I I do shirt pants and that's it. I don't know what else to do. So I don't I don't know if we've seen Katie Keene in an episode of Riverdale or if they just mention her. I think they just mention her. I don't think she I actually think they, appears in an they, episode. Yeah, I think they just mention Veronica's friend Katie made those um bad costumes. So I don't think she's been in an episode. I did look up a picture of her and I, she is not familiar to me from what I remember of Riverdale. So I I believe that they have just started a kind of clean slate here. They were like, all right, we got to leave this fucking bad show in the dust, make a good show. Um, yeah. So they also kind of let us know that Katie Akeen's mom has died fairly recently. Oh, well, that's uh, and that she's kind of like in the the end stages of recovering from that whole situation. Okay, um, she shares an apartment with her friend Jorge. Okay, uh, Jorge is openly gay uh, cool. and closeted drag queen to his parents, but he's out to his friends. He's a drag queen. That's uh, dope. Jorge is that. is fantastic. He also sings in a lot of episodes uh, and performs in drag. Uh, he is there a drag show every episode? Uh, a little, little bit. That's little bit. awesome. Uh, his drag identity I... is Ginger Lopez. <laughs> um, nice. Okay, amazing. Okay. This, I mean, oh god, I, I don't know if if this is anybody else's kind of like just. It, I feel like every friend group has a night where they get drunk and are like, what of our what are our drag queen names? That's a dope <laughs> drag queen name. I've had that conversation I, multiple times. <laughs> I, I might be too old for that, maybe. All right. Well, we'll just do it right now, Jim. What would your drag queen I, name be? I, I don't know, man. I, All right. I might, I might be just this much too conservative for <laughs> imagining up a drag queen name for myself. I mean, fair enough. That's that's very true. Like it's, just, it's not for it's everybody. Just, yeah, it's just not something like I never got into watching Drag Race. Fair uh, enough. I I, I, just, I watched Drag Race only because my mom watched Drag Race, and so yeah, your your mom I was and bored of, Yeah, and um, uh, our friend Kit. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's sorry right. for the name drops, but those people were dope. And oh, um, yeah, and Kit both great. Yeah. Um, but they they all watched uh, Drag Race, and so I've. I've just sat in on a couple of episodes, and it's amazing. Okay, so so Katie and Jorge share an apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, the apartment is in the building that also houses a bodega that Jorge's mom and dad own and operate. Uh, so they are the landlords, okay. and, oh. and that's how they're able to afford this cool apartment. Tension, uh, is that yes. Jorge's parents own the building. Gotcha. Uh, or at least the apartment and the... I don't know. They're subletting the apartment to them or whatever. I don't, I don't know exactly the real estate implications behind all this situation. It's right. I just know that they're who cares. Jorge's who cares? parents are in charge. Uh, and so, yeah, so he's out to them as, as gay. Uh, he is not out to them as a drag queen. Uh, cool. Josie, a 17 year old high school dropout has arrived in New York. <laughs> Katie and 
Miha from Riverdale, Veronica uh-huh. know each other from Veronica's time in New York. Uh, and Veronica gotcha. makes the introduction, uh, introduction. Veronica's not on the show, but she has introduced them to each other and said, hey, you should live with Katie. Katie, you should take in Josie and show her the town. Wow. So that's how this connection came about is through Veronica. Okay. Uh, so Josie is moving in with them in the first episode. Nice. Um, and she's going to stay in the living room on the couch, basically. All right. I like that. Like a little couch hopping, the, couch surfing. The last of the four major characters is Pepper Smith. Pepper Smith. Uh, Pepper has a British accent. Cool. And is very quickly, obviously, a con artist. Ah. She. All right, then. She's not conning anybody in the, the gang. She cons other people. Uh, she's set up to be Love like that. this socialite it girl. Who like knows everybody right. and like brags about that time that she met Justin Bieber and they went and partied and stuff like like bullshit like that. Wow, yeah, like a pick me girl type deal. Um, wow, and she's Jesus. she's actually apparently based on a real life con artist that operated in New York City that like went to all these clubs and ran up huge tabs and never paid any of them because she was a con artist. <laughs> uh. Wow. How do you even do that? You're just like, oh yeah, my, uh, my people will reach out to your people for this. Yeah, for these yeah, three some, bottles of something like thousand like dollar champagne. That's insane. Yeah, she she posed as an heiress. Oh, I uh, do know who you're talking about. Remember this? Yeah. It was like uh, about yes. almost almost ten years ago now. Uh, wasn't it? Was like that person's name Katie? Hold on, uh, now I gotta look this it's up. It's Anna. I think. Uh, oh, it's uh, Anna. Anna Sorokin. Fr- is it? Is there's a documentary I think called My Friend Anna, right? Or no? Uh, that sounds probable. Hold on. <laughs> I, I now I have to. <laughs> now you gotta do a googs. Yeah, it is. It's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called My Friend Air, the true story of the fake heiress. Yeah, dude. Oh man, now I gotta watch this. Yeah. So, so Pepper is apparently based on on her. Uh, that's awesome. I love that they. That was the pull that they decided to make. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into Pepper. I I assume that these are all Archie Comics characters. I don't think any of these characters are from like whole cloth oh probably probably not i mean oh i mean probably yes sorry that came out wrong Um, anyway so those are the the four like the scooby gang essentially of of the show this Um, is the gang yeah now orbiting the scooby gang we have a couple of their love interests uh we have ko kelly who is katie keen's boyfriend Oh, okay. And he wants to be a boxer. Wow. That's his some parallels. That's his from, dream uh, that he's he's following. Oh, uh Wow. So oh right. the the dreams that they all have. Katie's dream that she's chasing is becoming a fashion designer. Uh right. Josie wants to become a Grammy Award winning singer. Okay. Uh Jorge wants to hit it big on Broadway. Okay. Uh, and Pepper wants to start a studio for artists. Uh they directly reference uh Andy Warhol's The Factory. Where, like, a bunch of famous wow. artists met and, like, did a bunch of coke, I'm sure, and had sex on his couch <laughs> and, like, weird shit like that. Yeah, uh, just so normal shit. So she's trying to make that happen by conning money out of people because she doesn't have any of her own. Ah, yes. Okay. Um, all right. So the, the secondary characters, now you have K.O. Kelly. He wants right. to be a boxer. He's sure. uh, Katie's boyfriend. Sure. Uh, you've got... Gloria Grandbilt, who is the oh god, I it just it just occurred to me why he's called K.O. Kelly because he's a boxer. Yeah, wow, knockout. Jesus Christ, K.O. That that 
that took me way too long. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Gloria. Yeah, uh, Gloria Granbilt is Lucy, or uh, Lucy is Katie's boss. <laughs> she's the oh, she's, she's the devil okay. that wears Prada. Right, exactly. She's um. Oh, who's that actress? God, no, she's awesome. Fuck. I don't know who was in no, that movie. No, dude. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> this is why we need your moms. Because she, no, she knows dude. things. <laughs> why? Oh, my God. No, we don't. Hold on. I can just look it up. Hold on. This. <laughs> it's like, it's not Marilyn something. It's, um. oh, God. Hold on. Keep going. Keep going. I can't think of it. Then you've got. So that's the. Those two are like Katie adjacent. Uh, um, Jorge's Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. It's Meryl fucking Streep. She's the devil okay. that wears anyway. the Pradas. She is. She is the devil in Prada. Yeah. Uh, Jorge's okay. like side characters are his mom and his dad. They're not in that many episodes. Okay. Uh, oh, Katie has one other side character that works at Lacey's, and his name is Lacey's. Francois. Uh, That's awesome. And Francois does the window dis- uh, displays. Ah, so he's like pretty important there in addition to like Gloria. Uh, <laughs> okay. Josie's side characters are Alexander Cabot, who you may what? remember from Josie and the Pussycats movie is the manager of the band. Oh yeah. He's the dude. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get you. Uh, but on, so they just... on this show, he goes by Alex. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. And he's Josie's love interest and not like the weird, creepy leech of a manager right that he is in the movie uh All right. his his sister alexandra who has like the skunk stripe well, in her hair now oh so she's the corella of this yes she's the cartoonishly evil. evil villain that every <laughs> second of her being a cartoonishly evil villain makes the show a little bit worse that's so funny i love that i don't know why i'm picturing um john ralphio and his sister from parks and rec but that's just what I'm picturing. Uh, they are two. both incredibly attractive. Oh well, okay. Uh, I mean, the, the I whole mean, it's a CW show, look, the, man. The whole so cast is, is pretty attractive. It's how this works. Uh, they, man. they, the entire cast is very clearly in their 30s. Uh, none of them <laughs> look like teenagers at all. Uh, well, most of them are supposed to be like early 20s, I think. Okay. Um, well, except I mean, for Josie, who is a 17-year-old high school dropout. Right, yes. So, we've got the main characters and, like, the supporting characters. I feel like, is that is that all we need for the uh, first three episodes? Or? Yeah, that's that's pretty much all the information that we need about the different characters. All right, so... Uh, except new, as oh. new characters arrive, I will explain who they are. Right. Uh, yeah, right. We'll, we'll get to those uh, people as they and, come. And so, but I feel like uh, for this couple of episodes... Uh, instead of my usual spreadsheet format, I've taken notes oh, like shit. a sentence at a time, like your mother does. Only I oh, am not my going God. to delete them as we read them. No, we have to stick with tradition, <laughs> um, Jim. Also, you have to forget also, all your so notes. For, for my notes, I have two sections. I have one section of famous landmarks that they visit, uh, and one Rad. section about the Love plot. Love that. All right. Well, the two most important things about a TV show is where the, where it's shot. Right. So for the about. pilot episode, I wasn't paying as close attention because I assumed it was going to be as bad as Riverdale <laughs> and that I wouldn't want to know anything about right. the show. Right. Which, hey, that is, I don't right. It's a you safe that, assumption. Man. I get you. But ya. by, by partway through a, the second episode, I was like, oh, no, jump. wait, this is actually really good and I need to take more detailed notes. Shit, man. Ah, okay. Did you have to rewatch no, the first episode? No, I just kind of figured I would wing it. 
Uh, ah, fair enough. So the, the pilot that, episode is overflowing with landmarks. Gotcha. Well, they got to get all those in. Got to grab them in the first, you know, the right. first well, is free. Uh, like you part know? of it is that Josie has just arrived in New York. And she's, right. So she's got to see go like Times Square. Uh, she doesn't Eiffel actually Tower go to Times Square. The Eiffel Tower. <laughs> the, what? the first place. That's the place in New York. What the fuck are they doing? Uh, the, what? the first place. Uh, so Katie, she arrives on scene and meets Katie Keene and they're like, okay, sure. this is cool. Let's. You got to see the town. You can look for a job tomorrow. Uh-huh. You don't need that right now. We'll we'll go. And here's all the cool places uh-huh. that I like. Uh, so Katie takes her to okay. the Little Red Lighthouse, uh, which is a lighthouse under the George Washington wow. Bridge. This is way uptown. So oh, this is these yeah. These are all real places. I, the Sorry, landmarks to... that I I put down I... are only real places. Uh, they do go to some unreal places. <laughs> or unreal, but I don't, dude. I don't oh mention God, them in the in the landmarks section. Uh, like there's gotcha, there's a okay. bar that that Jorge works at where he does his drag shows called uh, Molly's Crisis, which is a really good name for a bar. <laughs> That's such a good name for a bar. Are <laughs> but you the, kidding me? That bar me? does not exist. Um, Holy shit! It the, should. The storefront oh for Lacey's um, is obviously is, not. It's real, not cause... real, and it's also not Macy's. Uh, the, the storefront that wow. they used is Bergdorf Goodman, uh, at Fifth Avenue and 58th Street. Uh, ah, is that like a high It's a big fancy department store like, like Macy's, end. but maybe a little uh-huh. bit fancier and less well-known. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, uh, so, okay. Josie. Right. Okay. So, so Josie's getting shown around town. Uh, Katie takes her to the Little Red Lighthouse. Again, this this little lighthouse. I did not know this existed. I'm excited to actually go there in real life. We we <laughs> did talk about maybe taking a a Sunday and going to all the places where they shot exteriors, <laughs> and and like posting yeah, stuff to our I would, Instagram. I would be down for that. After I don't know, ugh, that would have to be when I get yeah, back from stuff. Like, but I'd do like it after the cruise. I'd do it. Yeah, fuck it. So that happens, and then there's kind of like a montage of Josie exploring the town. She mm-hmm. is shot outside of the IFC Film Center, which is like a movie theater that plays weird indie movies uh she goes to ah, economy candy which is a kind of famous shitty candy store uh, i've never actually been <laughs> to economy candy I, I have been to ifc center i haven't been to the where the okay. economy candy storefront is but i've been to their they have like a, a shop economy in the candy? chelsea market i have a weird tradition of going on day trips and buying too much candy <laughs> well from big well candy stores. I, it's happened a couple candy. times and now we go on this adventure and now we're gonna have to go on a sunday adventure uh and buy a bunch of candy i literally went to uh atlantic city for a day for just like shits and giggles and got like a five pound bag of candy <laughs> there may have been weed involved but i'm not yeah, gonna tell no. yeah her, her next bad, stop though, is right. the Strand Bookstore, which is pretty famous and kind of cool. It smells okay. like books in there. Wow, you just okay. I mean, uh, n- I just not never... every book door, bookstore <laughs> smells like books. The Strand smells like books. <laughs> I guess, I guess we'll have to see when we go there. Like, Holy shit! Like a Borders or a Barnes and Noble, they never smelled like books. I guess they... you're right. A Barnes and Noble can never smell like books because it's got but, a coffee but shop. But the Strand there, so it's smells a, like books. At least smell like coffee. Fair enough. And then she ends up at Washington Square Park, where I sure. assume this is a f- famous singer is is playing guitar at the fountain and singing. I don't recognize her. Did they say her real life name or do they give her a? Oh, I'm looking at the. It's Miley it's, Cyrus. Uh, no, Tanya <laughs> Pinkins. I don't says she's an actress and filmmaker. Tanya Pinkins. Uh, but I don't I don't know anything that she was in. Uh, but so she's she's singing yeah, no. Spanish Harlem. Oh, I I recognize her a little bit. Uh, nice. By the fountain, and and Josie joins in and sings harmony with her. 
Uh, and this is where Josie meets awesome. uh, Alex, who hears her singing and is like, hey, you're really good. We should, uh-huh. like, hang out. We should totally bone. Yeah. So Alex's dream, he's a secondary character, but he gets a dream, too, because it's about these kids all trying to chase their dreams. Because why not? Ah, you know what? Everybody gets a dream. Yeah, he, Al- Alex's dream is that he wants to restart the record label that his rich dad's company had once, but has like been shuttered and he wants to to like huh. bring back the good old days of having a record company uh and he wants to do it with josie because oh. josie is great so he takes josie and makes her like sing for the board of his dad's company and they all hate it because they're stodgy old people they're gross uh yeah they and don't have evil evil zandra leads the way by being like oh no this sucks blah 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 so the rest of the blah, board blah, like blah. follows yeah. her lead because she's the executive vice president or something like that she runs mm. the company for their uh or alex's dad she so they they present her as his sister okay which is more or less accurate for right now we'll get we'll get to that eventually all right uh, sure i'm down for it so josie is all like, oh, this sucks. But Alex is like, no, we're going to still do this. The, the two of us together against the world. Wow. Meanwhile, Katie is trying to get a promotion at Lacey's. She works in this, like, personal shopping division, but she wants to be, like, the head girl in the personal shopping division. But another yeah. girl that works there who is from, like, uptown. They they do mention that Katie's oh. from, like, the Lower East Side. And this, this is other... Is that a bad I, thing? I think what? they think it means that she's poor. I don't know. Okay. I... See that's that's the one thing I'm I'm not gonna get from this thing is I didn't I have not been to New York enough to know what all the uh, neighborhoods are like. We, we so can, like when people are like, oh yeah, they, I'm from Brooklyn and I'm from there. Uh, there are neighborhoods that are like characters in the show, and and we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have watched the show Gargoyles, <laughs> okay, so I know okay. that I know that there's like the Bronx, right? He's like the big guy, and there's. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so the, the Bronx is outside of Manhattan, and the show's boundaries are pretty much Manhattan. Well, then never mind. Like most of everything, all the action takes place somewhere in Manhattan. I mean, that makes sense. I when I think of New York, I think of Manhattan. I know that it's not just Manhattan. Right. There's, however, five other boroughs, four other boroughs. Oh, Jesus, it's a big city. Huh. But yeah, yeah. Like, come it's on, it's got a lot going on. Uh, the 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 apartment that they all share is in Washington Heights, which is like way up there. Right. <laughs> nice. Good. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's above Central Park, which is like a little bit outside of my area of expertise. Ah, okay. And I'm not 100. They don't really say exactly where Molly's Crisis is, but I think it's in Alphabet City, which mm. is below 14th Alphabet Street. Alphabet City. Uh, it's like just north of the village. Huh. Okay. Yeah, those are kind of like the. That's like your boundaries, uh, your personal boundaries, or the yeah. the show. Those kind of show the boundaries. Oh, okay, cool. They don't mention where Josie's uh, Plunkin' Donuts is. Damn it! It's gonna make me angry every time you say it. And so far, they haven't showed her in the uniform. Thank God! I don't want them to make a fucking <laughs> a PD uniform. That sucks. Uh, so so Katie tries to get this promotion, and her shitty rich coworker sabotages her and she doesn't get the the promotion the shitty co-worker gets the promotion typical anyway so that is katie's little bit for a time uh oh uh, uh-huh. ko at this point in the series exists mainly to bring conflict to katie in ways that i don't 
I don't wow. really enjoy. K.O. gets an offer to train at Joe Frazier's punch camp in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. That's where I live. Um, yeah, apparently. I live in famed that. boxer that Joe Frazier camp, has a punch camp somewhere in your town. Yeah, And, and baby. K.O. gets an offer from that punch camp to go train there. Uh, so he wants to move to Philadelphia. Well, he should. It's great here, by the way. Well, but just saying. But Katie doesn't want to move because she's just started right. this TV show, and she's got at least thirteen episodes at this point to shoot <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> right. She can't just uproot yeah. everything and move. She to can't. Philly. She just started the show. She can't move to Philly. Uh, it's just not as pretty there. Shut up. Whatever. Anyway. So that's Ko's bit in this episode. Jorge's bit in this episode is he's going to auditions on Broadway. They're casting the chorus for Mannequin the Musical, which I oh, I feel no. like sounds like a real thing that happened. Seems like a boring the, musical. The, Seems like not a lot of choreo. Seems like maybe a little bit of singing. Uh, I, well, he's mainly just he's seems trying like a out for show. chorus. He <laughs> okay. gets all of the dancing down. He nails it. The director yeah. does not ask him to return. So he's no, like, oh, what did, I, what did I do wrong? I was I was perfect. And the director's like, yeah, you were, but you're a little bit too girly. Like, you're not you're what? Not Oh, my God. Enough. What the fuck? So what the shit? So he gets, dude, he gets ejected for a little bit of homophobia. Pepper in this Gross. episode, Pepper just doesn't have much to do. Except con uh, people. she doesn't got She This is her setting up. Yeah, stage, she doesn't really right? con anybody in this episode. Uh, just in like a lot of the group scenes where the gang is hanging out in the apartment. She doesn't live in the apartment. She lives in a fancy hotel like a rich person. Ah, a rich person with no money. Wait, well, they don't uh, know she has no money yet. And and we, the audience, also don't know that oh. yet. Uh, oh, okay. At this point, well, she's just presented as like this rich socialite that knows the all these famous people. Uh, and that's, that's her gotcha. role in this episode is to be like, oh, that time that I hung out with Miley Cyrus, we did blah, blah, blah. Or right. like, oh... Lady Gaga doesn't like this flavor of ice cream. Like bullshit like that. Like yeah. Oh, I see. Like just yeah, name yeah. name dropping real she's world like, celebrities. She's like, guys, if you ever meet Brad Pitt, don't go near his armpits. He squeals like a girl. Okay? Something like that, yeah. So I guess that's most that's of the stuff. Like, oh, Gloria, after Katie blows it because she was sabotaged, banishes Katie to the stock room. So she Gloria what? kicks her out of the personnel shopping team. Oh, Oh, and sends her to work in the stock room. Later in this episode, Katie is like dejected and leaving Lacey's, and she sees Francois, the other character, working on his window display, right. and he's like stumped and can't figure it out. And Katie, our star designer and main character, is like, "Oh, I have some ideas." Oh, sweet baby, uh, and she works overnight with Francois to set up the window display, and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And Francois is like, "Oh, why don't you just come to work for me instead of staying in the stock room? Like, you can have a real person job instead like of dealing fun. with Gloria that sounds good. or being banished to the stock room." So Katie is like, "Oh, cool, great, I'll do that." That sounds awesome. Is that the conclusion? Of the uh, we're almost there. Okay. She also, at various points, Katie goes to other characters for advice on what to do about moving to Philly, and they all tell her, no, don't do that. You just started this television program. You need to stay here in New York City. <laughs> but no, we just got to New York. We can't go all the go to Philly yeah, now. exactly. It wouldn't make any sense yeah. for the show. So Katie tells KO, this is like the, the last shot. She tells KO, like, hey, uh... Maybe let's not move to Philly because my dreams are all here and all my yeah. friends are here and our like, families duh. are here. Yeah. And K.O. is like pretty cool with this. He's like, yeah, I already figured you were going to say no. So, you know, I made other plans. He's he's also K.O. works as the bouncer what? at 
Molly's Crisis. That's like his day job that lets him ah, pay rent. Ah, ah, ha, ha. It's all connected. I see. Okay, cool. Right. Well, Katie and Ko also have been friends since they were like little kids, and they've been dating for basically ever. Katie ah. moved in with Ko's family. They do mention this stuff in the episode. Ko, uh, Katie moved in with Ko's family after her mom died a few years ago, uh, uh-huh. and their family, her, their families, kind of like took her in and and took care of her. Nice. And so K.O., faced with the obvious thing that she wouldn't want to move to Philly, springs another trap on her and does one of those public proposals. Hey, oh, uh, no. Guys? guys? Uh, Dang. I don't, Dang. Know how, I don't know how many of you don't are the buying a ring for your partner type people. But, uh, hey, uh, let's yeah. let's not propose in public unless you know the answer is going to be yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh, have you talked about this let's beforehand? Let's put that... <laughs> A lot? Oh my God! Don't, don't do don't it, do it in, in public. public. Okay, you're I've taking that person it. hostage. Just now, they can't say no. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're putting them in a meat prison constructed of strangers. <laughs> That's not okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, let's let's not do that. Public proposals. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. No. Real, uh-uh. real bad. No. Not in the center of a roller rink. Not in the middle of Times Square. Not not Kale. anywhere in public. Go to the top does of the it on the street, I think, outside of Molly's Crisis, which is in Alphabet City. Is that a is that a crowded uh, spot? Are there, is there it are like some, a Friday night and everybody's yeah, trying to get into the Yeah, there are some people around when this happens. Oh, God, no. Don't hold up the line uh, for the bar. And, with a and proposal. He, he opens that the sucks. box and you see the ring uh, and then Katie Keene. That's the end of the episode. Jesus, yep. really? <laughs> All right. Wow. What a fuck. I'm not even watching the show and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean... Really, really breakneck speed it's, again. I feel like this is always the case with it's like a CW pretty shows. Solid now. pilot. Like I, All right. I didn't realize that I was gonna like the show as much as I did until I was most of the way done with the first episode, and then I was like, oh, I was like, well, oh wait, shit. no, this is actually pretty good. Oh, good God! All right, well. So where Riverdale is like a increasingly surreal and completely ridiculous murder mystery, this yeah. this show is basically Rent. It's it's twenty somethings and a seventeen year old high school dropout. In Manhattan, in their youth, struggling to make ends meet and like chase after their dreams, like it's it's pretty good. It's, it's, it's nice. It's, it's a much nice. better television show than Riverdale. I hate I hate to say. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jim, if we're being completely it's not honest hard. here, it's yeah, not hard. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not, not hard. Uh, and it's like, God, it's so easy to make a, a it's, fine. It's TV the same show, right? creators. It's the same producers. The the showrunner is. Uh, I think Jennifer Lentz. Okay, so it's not a man. I'm pretty sure isn't the, isn't a man the, the showrunner for Riverdale? Yeah. What's his name? I feel like we've name dropped him a lot. Well, back when you first Greg, started. Greg Greg Berlanti is like the the guy in charge of all of the shows on the CW, but I don't know exactly how much he like runs the show day to day. You like I see. Okay. Like the day to day on Fair Katie Keen is yeah, Jennifer Lentz and another Carolyn Barron. Jennifer Lentz, I've definitely Rad. seen another show it. that she she ran. Let me search Google for her for really quick. She, I was I was gonna say I feel like she might be good uh good luck for shows if they've been good. Oh yeah. Bad. She's a producer on Superman and Lois, Doom Patrol, The Flight Attendant the flash yeah so she, um, she it looks like she had like show running duties on on the flash also some on right, well, yeah legends of tomorrow oh, okay. looks like she worked on i've heard good things about yeah, superman it, and lois it looks so, like superman and lois she's a producer so she probably wasn't on the day-to-day on that like she's all right fair enough. in like the higher up role there give me give me the second episode we got to start uh, but, but yeah i'm I mean, sure she's on katie i've Kane, liked 
pretty much everything that I, I see here that she's worked on. So so there's nice. that. Well, there we go. Yeah. So so good job, Jennifer Lentz. You made uh, an excellent TV show here in Katie Keene. Right. So all of the Shit. episodes of the show are named after famous songs. Nice. Episode okay. one is Once Upon a Time in New York, which is a song from okay. the Disney animated Oliver and Company, which is like... Oh, based on okay. the Dickens cool. novel Oliver Twist, but about yeah. a cat. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, it's a Disney movie. It's uh, it's about cats. God, that's making me think about Aristocats. I gotta rewatch that. I think Aristocats movie. probably a lot better than Oliver and Company. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Oliver I, and Company is one of those Disney movies like where, a... when I heard about, when I I was looking at like the song titles and I was like, oh, I don't recognize Once Upon a Time in New York. I was like, oh, what is this from? And I saw it, and I was like, oh, this has to have been done by the guys that did all of the non-Disney things, right? You're, oh, like your yes. uh, Fievel Goes Wests and American Tales and, and bullshit. Uh, nope, it was by Disney. <laughs> yeah, little, little Disney. Oh, yeah. Now I, I'm looking at the poster now. I remember this. I remember this. Oh, scamp. also, I forgot a really important detail. Oh, God. In the pilot episode... One of the things that really helped sell me on the show is when Josie is on her little sightseeing adventure, the song uh -huh. that's playing is Taylor Swift's Welcome to New York. Wow. And I'm going to tell you, that song just gets me. <laughs> so <laughs> so they, they kind of had me right there. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. No, Oliver and Company is the fucking movie where there's the cool, suave dog and he makes a goddamn tie out of sausage links. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I'm looking up pictures of Oliver and Company. Yeah, there's like two evil Rottweilers, or no, not Rottweilers, Dobermans. Um, this is a good fucking movie, y'all. I'm going to say that right now. Oh, it's Joey Lawrence uh, is the lead character. Yeah, and man. Billy Joel. It's good shit. Huh. Yeah, because he's Artful Dodger. Yeah, this 100 this one hundred percent seems oh. like it should have been a Don Bluth movie. Well, maybe, but instead, maybe. it's Disney. Anyway, we have to stop talking about this I Rad hey, listen, dog. Get, going off on tangents is like 60% of, of what we do here. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't <laughs> but we wanna, do have uh, three more episodes of the television program to get we, through tonight. So, so as of episode two, episode I two. took much more detailed notes. All right. Because I was like, okay, no, this show is... All right, no, wait, fuck. We got to do yeah, this. Yeah, this show is pretty solid. I'm not going to 100% wing it. I got to take some notes. Uh -huh. So episode two, our landmarks are... Uh, again, they go back to the Little Red uh, Lighthouse, uh, which I, I think mm -hmm. has something to do with you don't necessarily shoot the pilot and the rest of the episodes at the same time. I don't know if that okay. was the case here, if they shot the pilot like months out and then got back together to shoot and were like, oh, you know what's cool? We should go shoot another shot at the Little Red Lighthouse. Yeah. Um, they set up that it's kind of where Katie goes when she's got like life situations to think about. Ah, uh, yes. It's her Chrysler building or Empire State building. Yeah. Or... What's, um, uh, what's Tom Holland's one? Fuck. Uh, I can't remember. Never mind. Anyway, uh, keep going. That billboard where the guy tells him to do a flip. Mm, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> the guy who is later in fucking in um fucking Shang Chi. Shang -Chi. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a dope character. He's, what a dope like yeah. arc for that guy. I love that he, he got work own, like <laughs> podcast or whatever or like or vlog he does? about the, <laughs> the superheroes. That's so great. Oh, I love that. So we cut directly back into where we left off in the pilot. Ko is on uh -huh. one knee with this ring. He right. He it's really be. looks like he's twenty years older than Katie. Oof. Like their age difference. They're both around thirty in real life. 
but he looks so much sure. older than her. <laughs> oh boy, oh, that's rough. very weird. Uh, of the the main characters that are supposed to be in their twenties. He looks the oldest, and Pepper looks the second oldest, but they're all around 30. Ah, okay. Josie and Katie definitely look the youngest of the, the gang. So Katie doesn't immediately respond to this proposal because she's like, deer in the headlights, what do I say? I'm surrounded by all of these people in this meat prison. This, right. yeah, this whole situation sucks. She has like a, a, a yeah, very sucks. micro panic bad. attack. But... She's saved by the Alphabet City Bandit, who comes running by and snatches the ring right out of K.O.'s hand <laughs> and then disappears <laughs> down the street. No uh, way! K.O. makes to go after him, uh, and Katie is like, no, you can't do this. And, like, he's, what if he has a gun? And K.O.'s like, I'm a bouncer. I can handle this. And he, like, goes running off. Oh, after my God. Like, no like, way, like, dude. K.O.'s got no a, way. a particular set of skills that make him a nightmare for people like this. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> so Christ. So like, takes off running after him. Goes full-on Liam Neeson in this bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So then we, we cut back to the apartment where the gang is adjourned for Katie to tell them that, like, he tried to propose, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Pepper and Jorge are both like, yes, of course you should say yes to, to KO. Like, you've been with him forever. He's great. You love him so much. Like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Josie's like, hey, uh, hey, buddy, you're like 20. Maybe, maybe, yeah. uh, think this through. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe yeah, you're a little not ready. bit. God, yeah. Uh, so Josie is the one voice of reason in in the room uh, with the gang. Uh, and then Ko finally shows up. <laughs> the, oh, I did actually write in my notes that he has a particular set of skills. <laughs> no, nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> When you, when you originally I mean, think of a joke and sense. forget that you wrote it down and then rethink of it like it's new. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, that's what yeah, comedy uh, is. Ko has failed to recover the ring. Apparently, being a bouncer oh, does boy. not mean you can chase guys. That's not not part of his set of skills. Oh man. Oh. Uh, so so he has not but, recovered the ring. But he's a boxer. He's got to have endurance. That's all. Like that's a. That's an endurance uh, test, boxing. He's like, probably what the fuck? not a very good boxer, I think, is the... Uh, he hasn't really... Wow, Jim, his name yeah. is K.O. He's not a good boxer. His name is K.O. I really think you gotta, you gotta I rethink that. Wanna, I'm not gonna Google what the K.O. stands for, because, like, in my heart, I feel like it should be knockout, but knowing Archie comics... No, it's like, it's, it's like Kelly yeah. Olsen or something. Yeah. It's it's not gonna be knockout. It's gonna be something Irish sounding. Yeah, it's gonna be like <laughs> Kenneth O'Leary, yeah, like that shit. Yeah. Something something weird. It's always something weird in it. Yeah. So Katie goes to the little red, red house to think about the KO situation. She explains right. that she goes there because she used to go there with her mom before her mom died. Oh, okay, like whenever yep. they would go there and have like a picnic or whatever. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. Mother daughter bonding stuff. Uh, so it's like yeah. her spot to go when she needs to think about things. I Gloria see. calls up Katie and is like, hey, bitch, why aren't you here? <laughs> uh, Katie's like, but I, I work for yeah, Francois now. And Gloria basically bullies her into coming into the office anyway. Wow. Okay. Josie tries to pay Jorge the rent. But when uh -huh. they said that the rent was $1,000 a month, Josie thought that she had to pay one third of that since there's three people living there. Right, that makes but sense. But Jorge informs her, no, 1000 a month was your share. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, so Josie only has wow. 300 bucks because that's that's all she made this <laughs> week working at Plunkin' Donuts. 
This is this is when we God. find out that she got a job at Plunkin' Donuts. Damn it! Oh, finally. Okay, good. Uh, which, that was really you know, as my a seventeen-year-old high school dropout, getting a job at Plunkin' Donuts probably is possible. I guess I don't. I think seventeen-year-olds yeah. can get jobs in New York, right? Probably. They should be. I believe so. It it makes sense to me personally, but you know, I had a I had a job thirteen because you know small towns, and I was I was just pricing stuff at a farm supply store so was you know. it your family's farm supply store no it was my one of my friends in high school's sure. family's farm supply store even though i did also get a job at a farm so you know yeah, okay anyway just a little fun fact about yours truly yeah, nice. <laughs> um, I, I have a one sentence note here that pepper smith has a big meeting i'm not sure what that meeting was about oh yeah it's well yeah yeah it's, me, it has I something to do with stuff. her her dream of starting a sort of bar venue. Oh, it's with a realtor. That's that's what it was. Ah, she's like seeing a place to to rent out for her her club thing. I think more more on Pepper. Later. I see. Next up, Gloria, who I will remind you kind of sucks, needs Katie to uh-huh. help her with a high profile client. You're gonna love this guy's name. Oh god, it is I'm horrible. Gonna hate it. His name is Prince Errol oh, Swoon. What? Why would? Okay, swoon, first off, sucks as a word yeah. and as a last name. Okay, second off, the only person who can be named Prince, well, Prince is Prince. Prince is his, his job. Okay. It's not his. Errol, oh, Errol my God, is his he's a name. diplomat? Prince, Prince is like his job title. Here, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so, this, so this Prince Swoon is shit. here, and he is here to buy, like, fancy clothes for his new girlfriend. And his, ah. his girlfriend, like, lived on the Lower East Side. And they met like in a shitty dive bar and he fell in love with her. So it's like the Prince and the Popper kind of situation. Like she's, well, no, the Prince and the Popper, the Prince and the Popper switch. But in any case, right. He's rich. She's from like a shitty part of town and has no money. They're in a relationship. It's really awkward right. for both of them. So that's the situation that Gloria needs help gotcha. with. And Gloria assumes Katie can help because Katie grew up in the Lower East Side. So she's got stuff in common with the Prince's Popper girlfriend. This shit, this is getting real weird. Real quick. I don't know why there's a... I like... For some reason, there's a... I, in my mind, there's just a prince here uh, now. Well... Like, I just the, don't The whole idea of Gloria's division at Lacey's is that they serve really high-profile clients. So their high-profile uh, okay, client okay, okay, for this okay. episode is this rich prince who wants to buy... He wants to buy this tens of thousands prince. of dollars of this clothes actual... for his, his girlfriend. Aha! Um, so Katie, like, figures out what... <sighs> can't think of the name of the the prince's girlfriend's name uh, is patricia patricia uh, i marked it down several episodes from now when they return so katie being the low class poor girl that she is kind of figures out what it is that patricia wants and solves all of their problems and everything is great okay jorge is working in the uh, bodega where his mom also works while well, she right. owns the place and he's very sad about blowing it on the mannequin audition by being too girly. Right. Uh, and decides that he's done with Broadway forever. Oh, a very, very sane uh, thing to just give up your dreams right away when it doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. Literally around minute 58 of this television production. Yeah. Like between the first episode and, and how much of this episode has passed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's already given up on his dream. Yeah. But his, his mom... Convinces him, no, they're doing a Cats revival. You should go audition for that. Wow. Or maybe they, he's auditioning for the movie. I'm not 100% sure. No, the movie had already come out by then, right? Uh, I mean, possibly. The movie was out that winter, I think. Anyway, she wants him to go audition for Cats. <laughs> uh, she heard that it's 
Cats is happening. Uh-huh. And I guess I mean, it's open open call. Jorge, can, anyone can go and, and show up and, and dance like a cat. I don't know what Jorge looks like, but he just sounds like a rumple teaser to me. So that's uh, good. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. He's kind of really skinny Puerto Rican guy. Mm, that might be a rum tub tugger then. I'm not sure. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How many more cats can I name? None. Let's go. I, <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, was Taylor Swift rumple teaser? Oh fuck no! She was just Taylor Swift, the cat. I don't. I don't actually know what the what the name of Taylor Swift's cat is. I think it's Rumble Teaser. I don't know. I don't know. I would. I would say that he could be Taylor Swift cat. Uh, I think he could pull that off. Yeah. So now we learn that Pepper is trying to start this this fancy bar slash stage slash performance space right. slash whatever, but she needs financial backers. So she's like talking Obviously. to this weird kind of creepy dude. Uh huh. Who has money? God, is is it always? The creepy dudes that have all the money? That really sucks. We got to redistribute uh, that I mean, wealth. That's that's pretty realistic. That really sucks, though. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. It shouldn't be the, the creepy guys that have all the money. Oh, yeah. So she's talking to this guy, and he's, like, gross, and is like, hey, you want to go to the bathroom and do a bunch of coke? Wow. And she's like, no, how about if you just give me a bunch of money? I would love a bunch of money, please. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, this sounds okay. And he gives her, like, some some, some conditions that she's going to talk her way through. <laughs> Next, Josie is wandering around Alphabet City. We don't get an exterior shot here. We just get her coming into this record store. And she comes into this record store, and it's great. It's like a cute little, like, secondhand record shop-looking place. Yeah. It's called Chubby's. And Chubby is a skinny old black guy. uh, What? And he is fantastic. That's awesome. He he is absolutely wonderful. Uh, He's also apparently a Broadway actor. I don't know that much about Broadway, so I had never heard of him before. Uh, But... But he is just spectacular. He's kind of the pops character of the show. Ah. Uh, like see. he's always got good advice and is pretty important despite being like a secondary character. <laughs> That's awesome. Jorge goes to the audition for Cats. Okay. Except, oh, no, wait, we skipped. Wait, we skipped a thing with Jorge. What? I don't know why you're looping me into this. You skipped a thing with Jorge. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, Jorge goes back to audition for Mannequin a second night, but as Ginger instead of as Jorge. So he shows up in his whole drag outfit. That's awesome. And does the whole audition over again. And the director is like, what, did you think I wouldn't recognize you? Like, this is this is bullshit. You can't just show up in a disguise and try and get the same job. Like, I remember you. Right. And Jorge... Just absolutely fucking explodes and is like, well, you suck. I'm going to be a big name on Broadway despite you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He, like, takes a dump all over this director's face. Got it. <laughs> on stage as loudly as possible. Fuck yeah. Uh, that that can't possibly go wrong for him. Yeah. So he goes to, to audition for Cats, does a great job, and the director is like oh no i know you You're the there. director of mannequin's a personal friend like you can't you can't just do that wow <laughs> uh, so he's blacklisted so oh, he can't he can't get a no, job anymore right now uh, cuz cuz he had a ridiculous emotional outburst that ruined his career in its infancy <laughs> wow so we cut back to katie mm-hmm. and having picked out a bunch of dresses prince swoon is now like prince oh hey swoon uh, God, so it's gonna hit me every time. He's he's here without Patricia. He's like, hey, I I want to pr- I'm gonna propose to her like this week, uh, and I want like a fancy ring. 
Ah. Uh, what, what can you guys do for me for an engagement ring? Uh, and Gloria's like, oh, I can show you a bunch of stuff. And Prince Swoon is like, uh, no. <laughs> I want Katie to show me some stuff. What? Why? <laughs> because Katie solved all their problems earlier. Oh, okay. Well, when Gloria, the person in charge, was kind of useless. Mm. So Prince Swoon is like, no, Katie's going to help us. Like, Katie will, will help sort this all out like she did last time. All right. Well, hey, makes sense. Uh, so Gloria is not thrilled about this, but like whatever the cu- customer wants, right? Yeah, of course. And just at that, that time, oh god, Ko shows up for a lunch snack and makes everything weird and awkward. Oh boy, okay. Because like she hasn't answered him yet about the engagement. Oh no. So they're in like this weird limbo situation. Oh, it's not. It's not great. God no. Oh, that sucks, dude. So that's that's all weird. Yeah. I uh, would Katie say doesn't know what she's gonna do about the engagement ring. She shows the prince some stuff, and he doesn't like any of it. Uh huh. And the prince is like, "Oh well, maybe you could design the ring. Do you guys have like a oh of a, a, a jeweler that works in in house here at Lacey's?" Uh, and Gloria's like, "Yeah, we we know a guy. Like, of of course, Kitty can can design the ring. Yeah, fuck. Shit. Like Gloria doesn't like this, but yeah. like you know, whatever, whatever. That's that's what's happening." Yeah. Josie has recorded a single at some point in the last episode and a half. Uh-huh. Oh, she she played it for the board in the in the first episode and the board hated it. Ah, right. And now Alex has some ideas. He's like wants to be a producer also. He's like oh. here's some ideas that how we can fix it. Uh but Josie says shut up and no. Good. Well, I'm sure we'll circle back to that. Yeah. KO after their lunch snack is like, "Oh, and by the way, uh, my mom, who like basically is your family also, cause like we've been friends since we were little kids and you've been around the house for forever. Yeah. Mom wants to throw us an engagement dinner and like invite everybody and it's going to be weird and awkward. Uh huh. And it's weird and awkward. Because, oh, well, who could have seen that coming? Wow. Well, Katie behaves as though it's going to be weird and awkward, but she uh-huh. says, sure, of course we'll go to this dinner and make your mom happy. Like, I, I, can, see. I can make that. We can make that work. Now we go back to Jorge. Jorge calls his manager and says, shit, I'm blacklisted. Like, fuck. And his manager's like, yes, obviously you're blacklisted. You can't just take a giant dump on a director on Broadway on his stage in front of hundreds of witnesses. Like, yeah, that's, that's not how, that that's not how anything works. <laughs> like, Are you kidding of me? Course, of course he's not going to hire you, and everybody he knows is not going to hire you. Yeah. And so Jorge is like, listen, just get me any audition like I, I I promise I won't screw it up. Like give me one more chance. Yeah. And his manager is like, okay, they're doing auditions for Jefferson the musical. Oh my God! Wow. It's a it's a kind of Ooh, rap musical. No way! That sucks, dude. Uh, yeah. It does. Wow. Cause it does oh no, that hurts my it, bones. It yeah, it should. So Jorge goes to the audition like as manly as he can get, right? And like does this rap song that's you know it's Hamilton esque. Okay, he, he does a really good job with it. Well, that's good. But it's you know it's Hamilton esque, so like uh, you know it's it's a second second best situation yeah. at best. Yeah, it's a you know yeah. Yeah, it's Ham- definitely Hamilton inspired. It's Spamilton. Uh, and he's like, he looks like as street as he can and like as tough and manly as he can. Mm-hmm. And he does, he does really good. Like it's, it's a good audition. Pepper now negotiates the price for this weird abandoned warehouse space. And she's like, is that blood on the wall? 
Like, oh my are those God. rats? And the the realtor that's about to rent it out to her is like, definitely nobody has ever been stabbed in here. No, for <laughs> like, sure not. Like she, she gives up way too much information. For sure to not. Be, to answer the question, is that blood? <laughs> and it, it's wow. pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's, what? It's pretty good. Uh. So that... And some, like, talking about how she knows gossip about the landlords. Oh, Pepper's day job, in addition to being, like, the socialite, is that she writes a gossip column for oh. the local paper, The Daily Hail. The Daily Hail. Wow. That is intense. Like, it's supposed to be, like, The Daily Mail, but not a weird right-wing right. garbage magazine. Yeah. I guess. Obviously. I don't know. The Daily Mail is the one that's, like, a weird right-wing garbage magazine, right? Oh, I don't, I, I don't read. I don't know. I don't do mail, dude. Yeah, come on now. Yes, so she she has like some dirt about the people that own the property. Oh shit! And the realtor the realtor is like, okay, we can give it to you for this lower price. And so she says, deal, great, okay. Now she's got just got to go get her money from that drug guy that was weird and creepy. Ah, Josie is working at the record store next, and she's like reorganizing all the records and sorting through everything and taking stock of what's actually in the store because Chubby clearly has not been keeping up. Uh-huh. And she moves a box of records and finds, like, a cute little piano. Oh, okay. And so she plays a song on the piano and doesn't realize that Chubby is listening until she's, like, pretty done with it. And she's great because Josie is the fucking best. Yeah. Again, Ashley Murray. Just fantastic. Just the best. She's the best. Next up, Katie and K.O. are at Long Island where K.O.'s family lives. Uh-huh. It's real, real awkward. I bet. Real, real, real awkward. Uh, K.O.'s mom does not read the room and gives Katie her mother's ring. K.O.'s mother's mother's ring. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because uh, K.O.'s mother only has boys and no one to give the ring to. Jesus. Wow. And I was like, hey, you know, so the, the engagement ring got stolen uh, and K.O. wanted the ring to be something that he got for you. So he wouldn't accept this ring. But like, here, you should take. My mom's ring. I've been waiting a long time to have somebody to give it to. And you're great. And you're like a daughter already anyway. So like, here, you should take it. We never speak of that ring again. Wow. <laughs> really was... keeping up with that. <laughs> K.O.'s mom hands over the ring and it goes directly in the warehouse. Keeping, keeping it up to date with. Uh... <laughs> right, right in the warehouse. Wow. <laughs> They're just sharing a they, warehouse, aren't they? they? They put that ring on a plane to Vancouver. And pack it away Jesus <laughs> in the Christ. CW's warehouse of I forgotten mean, plot lines. I mean, goddamn, guys. Let's, like, come ring on, is gone. man. Oh, okay. But the ring does give Katie some ideas for the wedding ring that she's got to design, or the engagement ring she's got to design for Prince Swoon. Uh-huh. So she nails the ring design. It's got, like, a, a big fancy gem from blah 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 the the Lacey's collection that like shows that they're new and hip and cool uh-huh. and it's got like these other gems from prince swoon's family jewels whoa that the family like, represent jewels. his i mean they're, he's a rich prince he's got family jewels besides his cock I just... <laughs> and balls cock and balls I cock guess and balls it's, would not, be... it's not one or the other right no it is both it's kind of well, like the whole deal well i thought it was just the balls but you think it's just the balls i thought hmm. it was just the... well i guess I guess it could hmm. be both. It could be it could be the grape and twig, you know. But, yeah, I kind of always just kind of pictured it together. Yeah, I guess. 
I mean, sure. <laughs> Riverdale. Riverdale. I mean, Katie Keene. I did forget in this episode to mark down where the Katie Keene logo appears in uh-huh. the beginning, but I, I started that at some point. It looks like I started that in episode four. Gotcha. Oh, that's fine. Maybe. Maybe. Or episode five. I don't know. I'm not really following my notes that closely because I pretty much remember because I only watched these episodes pretty recently and they're good. So I remember more stuff about it than I do about Riverdale. Yeah, because this is better than Riverdale. So you it's would want surprisingly to... excellent television. Yeah. So in the process of designing this ring, she does a great job. Uh, and then afterwards, she's talking to Gloria, her evil Devil Wears Prada boss. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's like, hey, oh, because uh, I did not mention that. After the Alphabet City Bandit stole the ring, yeah, <laughs> Pepper wrote a column about it for the newspaper and has like a picture of of Katie with like the face of oh my gosh, this guy just proposed to me and I don't know what to say. I'm a deer in the headlights, like kind of look on her face. Right. So everyone in town knows that she's engaged. They don't know that she didn't say yes. <laughs> they oh, just know that he God. proposed. <laughs> oh, uh, so no. she's in this weird, awkward situation. Okay. Wow, that sucks. So, yes. So she's like venting to Gloria, like, here's my weird bullshit personal problems. He made me go to dinner with his family. Yada, it's yada, yada. awkward. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Uh, and Gloria's like, hey, uh, hey, kid. She Gloria actually offers good advice. She's like, hey, hey, kid, like, you're really young. Maybe you're not ready to get married. Yeah. Just tell him you're not ready to get married. If he's cool, you'll still be cool. Like, it's not. It's, not, it's no big It's not deal. necessarily the end of the world if you're not ready to get married. Like, yeah. You're fucking twenty something. Like you can, you can push this off. Like yeah. this, it, it shouldn't have to be get married or break up. Like yeah. right, there's, there's, there's not, it's not binary. You know, right? There's a lot of land in there in between where you could find a home. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be either of those choices. Jorge gets the job on Jefferson, but not for the Broadway production. Uh, he gets it for the touring company. Hmm. So he's got to ship out tomorrow. To go on tour with Jefferson tomorrow. They're not rehearsing or anything. Oh. They're just going on tour immediately tomorrow. Wow. The day after the auditions. Makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> this is a very Riverdale-ish moment for this yeah, show. Yeah, that makes a lot one of, of sense. One of, one of very few riverdale moments. They just turn up the clock on Jorge having a crisis decision. Yeah, wow. So, next up... Chubby comes clean to Josie. Like, oh, hey, shit. listen, listen, this record shop hasn't been doing well for a long time. And I just lost like the end of a long legal battle with the landlord who like raised the rent too much and shouldn't have. Uh, and I've got to close the store. Uh-huh. So like, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, this sucks, but we got to close the store. Right. Josie responds to this in the most Riverdale fucking way possible. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. She's like, oh, well, maybe we can have it declared a historical landmark and protect it that way. Oh, my God. What? So this 17-year-old high school dropout comes up with the most Riverdale possible solution. Good God. Luckily, Chubby just kind of ignores it. And he's like, no, it's cool. Like, we just have to close. Uh, Oh, also earlier, I forgot earlier when she's applying for the job at the record shop, Uh she's like, oh, and I'm from Riverdale, so you know nobody's going to shoplift while I'm here. And he's like, Chubby's like, he's like, oh, wow, Riverdale, that's a tough town. (laughs) Oh, is it now? (laughs) Yeah. Is it now? Like, throughout the first two episodes, Josie has 
at least two other conversations besides this one where she mentions that she's from Riverdale and Come and people on. are like, "Oh shit, that Riverdale. can't be that can't be your whole thing." Yeah. It is, oh my it's god! Only for these two episodes, and then they they totally forget, and she never mentions no, that she's from Riverdale dude. again. Oh my god! Don't have it um, be that. Okay. Yeah. So All so right. she's like. We'll get declared a historical landmark, and he's like, "Nah, kid, it's it's cool." No, no, we'll no, just... no, 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 that shit is whack. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna find. Yeah, he's else. like, "We'll just we'll just sort <laughs> through all of the the stock and like figure out what we can sell and like have it going out of business sales." Oh basically, his solution. Oh my god, that's crazy, dude. That's actually insane. Next, we learn that Pepper is actually broke. She's got no dollars. No, she's being what kicked out of the hotel that she's staying in because she hasn't paid the bill. And uh, uh, yeah, so she goes into the hotel to like go to her room, and they see her coming, and they're like, "That's her, get her!" And she bails. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. So, yeah. Oh, she she gets warned off by the uh, concierge, Dee Dee. Who's like her friend who like helps her out with, you know, concierge bullshit at a fancy right. high end hotel. Yeah. Uh, so so Dee Dee like helps her escape. Like Dee Dee from Dexter's Laboratory. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. No, not that Dee Dee. Damn different, it. Different, different Dee Dee. Oh, I was hoping for a cool Dexter's Lab cameo. Okay. Pepper does not tell any of the gang that she's broke. She just keeps that hidden. Mmm. Okay. Uh, Josie comes up with an idea when when sharing the weekend updates with the gang. She comes up with an idea. Oh, Alex is totally a rich guy's son. Oh. Maybe he can just save Chubby's. This is a great idea. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Jorge is very conflicted about the Jefferson situation because he doesn't want to leave New York City for two years. Ah. And I think I think also a little bit of they don't like state this they kind of like subtext this in his performance which riverdale never does effectively Hmm. is is that he seems a little conflicted that he had to really butch up to get the role yeah in addition to i don't want to leave new york city to go on this two-year touring trip um so he's he's real conflicted about jefferson and he's not sure what to do next up josie like invites alex down to chubby's and she's like hey check out this cool place it's in trouble we need your help to to rescue it uh-huh. Like, what What can you do? Right. The landlord is kicking us out. Like, oh, God, oh, fuck. And Alex, who... Oh, uh, Alex and Josie totally fucked in the first episode, and I forgot to mention that. Uh, well, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, in, in the first episode, uh, K.O. and Katie fucked, uh, and Josie and Alex fucked. Oh, okay, cool. So they started off the first episode with a bang. Cool. You can't see like the oh, but oh no, I can the see face it. that I'm making. No, 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 I can, I can see it, Jim. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Come on. Jorge decides to stay in New York City. He's not going to go on this touring trip, which I again remind you leaves tomorrow and exactly. now has no star. Yeah, uh, which is, so that is a big that uh, is, a big whoopsie, a big uh oh. I would say that is great. Uh, they really should have planned this better on the behalf of the Jefferson Touring Company. Yeah, but you know whatever. They'll I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll get it. Uh, it the, obviously. Katie is now complaining to Francois about having to decide what to do with, with KO. Uh-huh. Uh, Francois, like, mirrors the advice that Gloria gave, but, like, says, hey, you really like this guy. You should figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. Like, he's great. 
he's going to take whatever answer you give him, which is a little different than what Gloria said. Right. Gloria was kind of like more like just you could just you can be like, shut up and no. Uh-huh. Uh, and Francois is like, well, what if instead of shut up and no, you say shut up and what about this option instead? Yeah. Uh, what about... Uh, he's like, it doesn't just have to be yes or no to this question. It could be maybe later. Gotcha. So everybody gives Katie good advice. Both of her weird bosses. Nice. That she's somehow both working for. And Josie, but not Pepper or Jorge. Okay. So next up, Josie and Alex save Chubby's. Wee. Alex makes a deal with the landlord, and now he is the owner of Chubby's. Okay. Oh. Fantastic. Oh, shit. Okay, nice. So Alex steps in and, and buys the place, basically. Nice. Because he likes the place's vibe and thinks the neighborhood could use it and All right. whatever. Josie wants it, and he wants to impress Josie. Because, yeah. Well, is, yeah. Is the bottom line. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, uh, but then Alexandra shows up with her skunk hair and is like, oh, oh. God. Hey, here's here's the deed to my new place because I'm the executive vice president of the company. Oh god damn it, dude. What? And then they just kind of forget that she came in to screw it up. All right. Like she doesn't she doesn't ever assert her leadership over the place for the next three episodes. Cool. She just kind of leaves Alex and and Josie and Chubby to do whatever they want. All right. Sounds fine to me. At, so at this point in the series, like a full most of two episodes in, I kind of am not on board with Pepper's character yet. Uh-huh. Here, Pepper makes out with Dee Dee. Huh. Uh, and I'm like, okay. You know, no, that's that's pretty good. Sure. Pepper Pepper being a little guy, that that's cool. I, I like this about Pepper. Yeah. The first the, the first thing about her that I like. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Uh, oh, she has convinced Dee Dee to sneak into her room in the hotel and get her laptop and some other stuff and bring them to her at her her new place. She's sleeping on the floor in this like empty abandoned warehouse that she has rented for money that she no longer has. Oh, wow. Oh, oh uh, fuck. For money that she no longer has, because the guy who was going to give her the money, we find out was picked up by the police with like pounds of Coke on him and, <laughs> and, and hauled off to jail. And the bank now is refusing the bank that he worked for is now refusing to honor the, the loan that he promised. Wow. Uh, so Pepper's got to sort that out. God damn, is that some New York City shit? That is some New York City shit right there. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. So so again, Alexandra or Zandra, they just call her. Oh. Is the weird fucking Gargamel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but doesn't really follow through on Gargameling. Alexandra Gargamel. My yeah. favorite character. So now we are in the last scene. Katie takes KO to their little red lighthouse. Oh boy! Her special spot. Oh and boy! Says, hey, uh, hey, hey, buddy, buddy, we're like twenty. Hey, man. This is this is not when people of our generation get married. Hey, bro, that's not right. This ain't they, right. They do that at least in their mid to late thirties, right? Like nobody gets married younger than than thirty something, right? Yeah. Do you know anybody that's married? You're 20. Um, I know. I well, okay. I don't speak. To Do you know me. anyone in your age group that's married? Yeah, I have friends who I was really good. You know, like you have best friends in elementary school. My best friends in elementary school, one of them got married at 19, which, huh? Yeah, which weird. Um, you know, whatever. How's how's that working out for him four years later? I don't actually know. I haven't talked to him in ooh since eighth grade. He moved away in eighth grade. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I just got some um, uh, hmm. uh, some Facebook notifications, and I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, yeah, this dude got married, and he's the same age as me. I'm 19. That's weird." 
so she tells him, hey, we're, we're too young for this idea, but how about a different idea? Why don't we move in together? <laughs> wow. Uh, and do this, do that thing. Because that's like, All right. you know, a thing that most people our age do before they get married is they live together in a shitty, inexpensive apartment. Yeah, makes sense. So that's where this episode ends. Uh, we'll just move in together. And he's like, okay, cool, great. Yay. Yay. Kitty key. Uh, so the landmarks Woo. for this week's episode is, again, the Little Red Lighthouse with, with two different scenes there. Gotcha. Uh, and and they show some exterior shots of Lacey's, which, again, is the Bergdorf Goodman at the right, right, intersection right. of Fifth Avenue and East 58th Street. Yep, yep. Uh, it's at the, the, like the bottom right corner of Central Park, but they show the view south down Fifth Avenue. Ah. So, like, down in the distance, you can see the Empire State Building. It's a pretty cool, oh, it's nice. a pretty cool shot of okay. the corner. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. But they've, like, video toastered in Lacey's over the <laughs> logo. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, and so that episode is You Can't Hurry Love. Nice. Good. Oh, okay. you'll just have to wait. Wow. Until we've moved in together for some period of time. Yeah. Uh, so that's episode two. Wow. We are, we're a little, okay, we're a little behind. We, we got, like, a half hour left. It's fine. To, to cover, I to cover two episodes. You. I believe it. Um, Here we go. We're going to do this. We're going to move. We're going to move. Here we go. All right. Sonic episode boom. three. Here we go. Episode three, what becomes of the brokenhearted? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, you're going to go you're gonna go write a title and be like, hey, uh, so I'm guessing moving in together doesn't work out so good. Yeah, I feel like I can kind of <laughs> see what happens in this episode. It's, it's almost like uh, having a two-bedroom apartment that already has three people living in it can't really sustain having four people living in yeah, it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> Josie is still on the couch, right? Yeah, Josie's on the couch in the living room. Good God. Oh, that sucks. Uh, where they also, like, hang out when... So they all hang it's out like in a, Josie's room. It, yeah, basically in Josie's bedroom. It's like a daybed situation. And they also charge her an even share of the rent Oh, my for this. God, dude. <laughs> it's bullshit. That is some like, bullshit right there. Yeah, she should at least be getting, like, her, like, 750 maybe for, for what she gets out of the deal. Like, not having her own private space. Yeah. I feel like... Part of the rent includes, like, like a Jorge, private space. Yeah, Jorge and Katie can both close their doors. Yeah. Like, both Jorge and Katie have their Jesse own, cannot. have their own like, um, oh, what's it called? They both have their own shelves in the fridge, right? Josie's got to put her own stuff in, like, the door or whatever. Yeah. If, she doesn't if, have her own uh, mugs or anything. If, if Jorge or Katie want to have someone over to fuck, they can close the door. But Josie. Uh, Josie. No. <laughs> Josie can't. Yeah. Jesse's a... room is where they have to walk through to get to the bathroom. Yeah, that's some fuck <laughs> shit right there. And she's paying a full third of the rent. This is this is crap. This is what happens if you're a 17-year-old high school dropout. I was dropout. just about to say this seems like uh, some 17-year-old <laughs> high school dropout type and, shit. And you've never had to consider a rental lease before. Yeah. Uh good yeah, god. So she she, she got played. Should've... Yeah, she she's totally getting jacked up on this whole deal. Oh, for sure. Um, oh God. Okay. So, uh, so what becomes of the broken heart hearted episode three, uh, the landmarks in this week's episode are, uh, are the Chelsea hotel. Gotcha. Uh, they don't actually shoot at the Chelsea hotel. They just talk about how cool it is. Uh, <laughs> and it is pretty cool. So it made it so, into your landmark section. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like where, uh, Bob Dylan lived in New York city. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And, like, wrote a bunch of music. Uh, and that's one of the things they talk about in the episode. Uh, Fair but it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool little, like, tourist destination on uh, 23rd Street. All right, cool. And so the 
the other landmark in this episode is uh, Bevaco. Bevaco. Bevaco sounds right. Uh, uh-huh. It's an Italian bistro in Brooklyn, uh, which is a little out of bounds for the show. Normally, they don't go to Brooklyn. Ah, but, but they we'll do. talk about why. Oh shit! That happens. Oh shit! As we get there. All right. At no time do they mention the location of the of the landmarks in this show at all. You just have to know where they are. You have to. Yeah. You as a person have to know where they are. Yeah. And and you. like this one, this one is actually really cool. Because specifically choosing a Italian joint in Brooklyn speaks to what's happening in that scene, which we will get to okay. soon. Sweet. Um, so this is a Valentine's Day episode. All right. Oh. Which which makes the title wow. even more heartbreaking. Oh, my God. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's it's Valentine's Day in, in New York. Katie loves Valentine's Day. It's her favorite. Uh, oh, we I haven't mentioned that pretty much all of the clothes that Katie wears in the show are pink, red, and white. I see. A little bit of deviation here and there, uh, but in, in every episode, she at least wears pink, red, or white for some portion of it. Huh. And that's like her whole style. Nice. Um, all right. So K.O. Is, is there living in, in this apartment. It's been, they say it's been like a week since he moved in, I think. Oh, so right. this episode is not immediately after the. So this episode, is in like the first this is in um, the the first weeks of February. So it's obviously snowing outside. Yes, uh, they mentioned that it's cold. And mm-hmm. I don't think it snows in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that that winter in New York was not super cold, except for like there was this weird. There was the polar vortex, wasn't there? Polar vortex that year. Yeah, I remember that. Like right before we went on the cruise, there was the, the polar vortex. Yeah. Uh, the polar vortex is actually in the next episode. What? <laughs> like they <laughs> episode four is, is no shot fucking during the polar, way. Polar vortex, uh, and so there's no exterior shots in that episode. They just fold up in the fucking oh, that's, soundstage. That's the fucking and, and bottle, shot a bottle episode. episode. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's oh, I'm sorry. That's episode five. Is, is oh, okay. But that's episode. that's really but, funny though. But yeah, that one's a bottle episode. It's it's only inside their apartment and like other interior locations. Wow! They could shoot on the soundstage without having to go outside. <laughs> so there's there's no there's no landmarks in that episode. Jesus Christ! Okay, so uh, anyway, so yes, Ko is moved in. It's super cramped. He's making breakfast of some sort. Uh huh. Jorge has a boy over. Okay. The boy bails and nobody sees him. Ah. Pepper is totally broke. That's most of what we know about Pepper. Right. Okay. Uh, she's sleeping on like a mattress on the floor in the middle of this abandoned place, uh, and it's freezing cold in there. Oh shit! It's this weird, shitty old warehouse space that has no heat or and, electricity or anything, and nobody's been stabbed there ever. Definitely, no one has been. Definitely, stabbed there. nobody's been stabbed there ever, ever, ever. Ko has a boxing match coming up on Valentine's Day. Well, what the fuck? Who the fuck would schedule a... Uh, and Katie okay. needs the night off, and she's got to negotiate with both Gloria and Francois to get the night off, because they both have things coming up. Mm. Josie, a 17-year-old high school dropout, is working in the record shop, mm. uh, making out with Alexander. Okay. Gloria tells Katie she can't have the night off. Okay. Unless, like, she really wants to. It's okay, I guess. But here's what she's going to miss. Okay. They're having a big special event at Lacey's on Valentine's Day. And a lot of the guests that are coming to it are famous fashion designers. Oh. Who, who Katie will probably want to meet, right? So, like, yeah, I guess you can you can take the night off if you want. But 
all these. So uh, she kind of like she kind of like reverse psychologies her into not taking the night off. But gotcha. like she's she's right. Like it's good for Katie to go to this for her dream of being a designer, which is her arc for the the whole show. <laughs> That she's trying to, like, make her dreams come true? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's, yeah, that's the whole thing with the whole show, is that everybody's trying to get dreams made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How are we going to pay? Uh, Xander, or Alex, rather, not not Xandra. Xandra is the sister. Alex is the brother. Uh-huh. Alex is in Lacey's, where Katie works. Okay. Uh, working with somebody else, not Katie. Or no, is this Katie? Oh, Katie, yes. Katie does sell him this robe. Uh, ah. Alex goes to buy like a fancy, fancy Valentine's Day robe. And Katie is like, oh, okay. I know who this is for. Like, this is something that she'll really like. Um, doesn't, doesn't tell Alex that she knows who is it for uh, or that she knows Josie. Like, they, I don't think they've met Alex. Alex has been pretty much just with Josie and not with the gang. Ah, uh, uh, I see. To this point in the show, those two groups have not crossed. So he's never he's never met Katie before. I see. Oh, okay. So there's like a, but she knows of Alex because Josie has talked about. Yeah, him. well, because because Josie told them, and Pepper knows who Alex is because Alex is a rich guy. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, and Pepper knows everybody rich. Right. So they they've talked about like how he's like this rich rich guy and blah blah blah. So he he buys this this fancy robe, and Katie goes back to the gang and is like, "Oh, Alex bought this fancy Valentine's robe for Josie." Uh, and I wrote a note here that can't possibly go wrong. Not at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> Never ever could it go wrong. Ko is cooking the gang dinner, and his efforts to preheat the oven go spectacularly wrong. Good God! When we discover that that's where Jorge stores his his drag wigs. <laughs> Wait, what? Nobody, nobody in the apartment cooks. They use the oven as another closet to store wigs. Jesus Christ! KO does not check this before he preheats hit, it. Turns on the oven to preheat it, and so he starts a fire, and and burns the wigs. Good. Lo- oh my God, that's that's not good at all. Uh, the fire department comes, and a really hot fireman has some sparks with Jorge, who <laughs> reaches into the flaming oven to to save his wigs and burns his hand. Oh. Uh, so the hot fireman gives gives Jorge some first aid. If you know what I mean, uh, no, it's, just, it's just first aid. It's not a yet. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it, he's gonna give him some first aid later. That's oh, for sure. That's also pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Ko starts a fire. Uh, wow. The firemen leave. The fires put out. Ko messes up squad fun times because he doesn't really fit in with them because he's like a weird dumb boxer who looks twenty years older than everybody else yep. in the room. Yep. Makes and sense. And doesn't have anything in common with any of them. Uh, so that's awkward and weird. Josie meets a new side character who will immediately get shoved in the warehouse after this episode. Nice. Named Jimmy Dodger. Jimmy Dodger. Wow, a lot Jimmy of Dodgers. Dod- uh, Jimmy Dodger. Oh, yeah, he's not actually related to the Dodgers family from the other. Damn it, dude. Other show. No parallel. Unless he is, and I haven't gotten that far in this episode, but I doubt it. <laughs> uh, I, I doubt that he comes back. Uh, so so Jimmy Dodger is is in the record shop looking for a record and he's got a guitar with him because because he's a cool guy walk around the city carrying guitars fucking suck yep hey uh guys if you've got a guitar just don't just take it with you places yeah like you gotta either go to, you have to be coming from or going to a show that you are playing yeah. in you can't just walk around with it. right you you can't just walk around with a guitar like that's just no 
Just yeah. don't just, don't do that. Just no. Just don't. How about don't? Shut up and yeah. no. Shut up and no. Shut up to and carrying no. around a guitar to... without a specific purpose that, that other people have agreed to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can't just show up someplace with a guitar and start guitaring. People have to know it's coming and they have to have agreed to, to participate. Yeah, they can't be. I do not want to be flash mobbed by one guy with a guitar. <laughs> like, okay, you you can't just guitar me. Yeah, I would. I will sue. I will sue if you if I am guitared in public. That's when, not... when I worked at Panera, there was this guy that brought a guitar in sometimes and would just sit in Panera and play guitar. And what I the fuck? Him. I fucking hated that. What guy. is wrong with that man? Oh my god! Just just the worst. Uh, he also had a, a ridiculous hat. Uh, Jimmy Dodger has a hat like Bob Dylan. Uh-huh. And a guitar. So you know he's, like, the coolest guy ever. Yeah. Uh, he talks about the Chelsea Hotel where where Dylan right, lived. Right, right, right. Uh, and all, all, of, all of this. He's like, hey, do you want to record a song together? I'm a writer. I'm a songwriter. Oh, God, no. Uh, Josie's like, oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, what about tomorrow? She's like, but tomorrow is Valentine's, and I have plans already to, to do... Uh, she's gonna record a new song with Xander and like go over the the recording from the last time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but she uh, or I keep calling him Xander, Alex. <laughs> I, I chop off the wrong half of his name. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, but you know what? You're really cool and a good songwriter. She's met him for like thirty seconds. Right, right, right. Uh, so she texts Alex that she can't go tomorrow and that something came up. Oh, and she's got to she's got to work at the record store is what she tells. him. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, she needs the the overtime hours or something like that. Dare. So she she blows off her Valentine's work date with Alex to hang out with Jimmy Dillon hat. Jimmy Dillon hat. That's his name forever uh, and always. Jimmy Dillon hat. Wow. Okay. Katie, like presented with the impossible choice of do I go to KO's match? Uh huh. Uh, I she's gone to every one of KO's boxing matches ever, right? Uh, and, so she can't and he's miss. always won with her there. So she's like his good luck charm. Uh okay. Uh, but oh, she's like, uh, do I go to that or do I go follow my dream and go to this gala event where I can meet famous designers? Oh, so ah, oh, so she decides choice. to skip the match, uh, oh. which is the correct choice. Oh, like well. you, yeah, you, you gotta, can't, you can't only live for your partner. You've got to, yeah. Got to live for yourself also. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes that means, like, your career's got to come first. Yeah. Uh, y- you know, there's there's math to this. <laughs> like, there are, it can't only come first, but sometimes it has to. There are like, peaks and valleys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Shit this happens. Is the, this is the time when it makes sense for her her needs to come before his for once. Yeah. Uh, so she buys him a heavy bag. As a like consolation prize, okay. And she and Josie are like hauling this heavy bag upstairs, and Josie's like sees through what's going on. She's like, "Did you get this? Because you're gonna blow him off. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that's gonna work? Like he's not gonna see through that obvious ploy." Oh my god! Uh, they somehow install the heavy bag in the apartment. In the apartment. Yeah, in in her bedroom. In in the in Katie's and bedroom. Yeah, in, they, in, uh, in Josie's bedroom. Just like yeah, well, I guess. I guess they could like take it down and have it be a, a another mattress for when Pepper gets uh, uh, down on her luck, right? It's like right next to her like whole makeup mirror situation. Well, that's so, like, not. I don't, that's not. I don't know good. How, how that's gonna work. It's, it's not like a good weird. placement. 
how do they even hang it? Like this is this is a very Riverdale moment. Yeah, it's fine. Just Putting don't up a think about heavy it too bag long. in your bedroom. Like, like I mean, Archie has. I was gonna say, yeah, Archie's got one in his in his bedroom. So why not turn your bedroom into a little mini punch camp? Yeah. God, any room can be a punch camp. So now uh, we've already established that Pepper is broke. Yes. Uh, the bank will not give her this loan. In order to get heat in the, the place where she's living, she needs some amount of cash, like, tomorrow when the contractors are going to come. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I've got to I've gotta make a bunch of money real quick. What can I do? She goes to her friend, who is a madam, oh. to do little uh, sex work as a treat. Okay. And... Her her sex work is very light sex work. She just takes rich guys out to lunch. Okay, that's not bad. Um, she's not not having sex or anything. Like a, uh, like a little sugar sex baby. Sex work is work. You know, if yeah. she wanted to have sex with people for money too, who cares? Cool. You know, be safe. Yeah, have a have a, a framework. Yeah, you know? set boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's 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 escorting these guys to lunch. Uh, for. Hundreds of dollars. It's like five hundred dollars, mm. and she needs like ten grand. And so she's like, "Can I meet twenty guys for lunch <laughs> before Monday or whenever the the people?" Are I coming? love that. Uh, and the madam is like, uh, "Yeah, sure." The madam is played by somebody who's real big on Broadway, and I can't remember who. Oh shit! I'm gonna jump real quick to this episode on the Wikipedia. This commercial break is brought to you by Katie Keen. Mm. Katie Keen, the show that's dead now but could have been really good honestly uh, Bernadette w. Peters Bernadette Peters I, I knew I recognized her there we go yeah so uh, Bernadette Peters is her like madam friend and like mentor gotcha so she sets her up with a bunch of marks to to collect money from for taking to, to lunch uh and she's like oh you know we'll we'll set it all up well that's your good. usual place yeah God, that's like that's like a lot of lunches and not a lot of time. Like, yeah, how many days have, does she have? She's got to have a lot of lunches and in a very very short period. Like of time. three days. That's a- uh, it. Might even be presented as less than that in the show. She's like, good she's God, going really hard here. That's that's not just lunch time. That's lunch uh, dinner yeah, breakfast. Not, they're definitely not all lunch. She's like, she is booked getting fed pretty though. solid. She is being fed for sure. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that is. One thing that I can guarantee is that she is being fed. Yeah, so so she sets up the deal that she's going to meet these guys. That's good. Oh, and she meets the doorman to that building who seems really cool and like he knows her. And the doorman is like one of her sources for gossip. Oh, shit. At this like rich Upper East Side building. Oh, I like that. So, so he's kind of a cool side character that yeah. is in this episode and then warehoused. Warehoused. Wow. Uh, Katie cannot tell Ko the truth about why she's not going to his fight for some reason. So she lies and says that uh, Gloria, the devil who wears Prada, would not give her the night off. Ah, oh, wow. Uh, instead lies of just being like, hey, slander. yeah, she could have just been like, hey, this is really important to my dream. I got to prioritize myself. Open communication, tonight. y'all. It seems yeah, hard, I'm, but it's worth it. And, like, you're going to win the fight anyway. You win every yeah. fight. You're a great boxer. We can have our Valentines on Saturday and, like, get some food instead of having you have a smashed-in face. Yeah. How's that sound? I would love to kiss your face without it hurting you. How about that, right. huh? Like, this is, this is a very simple negotiation between two adults who trust and love each other. Yeah. That's just kind of <laughs> uh, how it works. And, 
And Katie fucking blows it. Yeah, well. She, she lies and says, oh, but here, there's, I got you this, this heavy bag, which she has somehow installed. I mean, people can lift heavy things. It's whatever. Well, I guess Katie and that. Josie could not. They had a very difficult time getting it up the, the four flights of stairs. I mean, to the how, how oh, yeah, long it's is a, it chain? It's a, it's a fourth story walk up. Oh, wow. Oh, their, boy. Their apartment. Wow. Well, they got a good workout in it. And then somehow hung it from the the high ceilings in there, in the apartment. Bedroom. I feel like if you have a have a long enough rope, you just kind of tie it to one end, and you throw it over, and then you just put all your body weight into it. You know, sure. That's just my. That's just how I'm gonna say that it happened. You know, Jorge's secret, not boyfriend, who he's been like nailing on the side for a year, but has never met any of the gang. Uh-huh. The encounter with the hot fireman pushes Jorge to be like, hey, you know what? I like this guy. He should be my out boyfriend because the hot fireman is like into him. Oh, shit. And he's like, but but I have a guy, but none of my friends have met him because like he's not out at work because he's a lawyer. Oh. So Jorge decides to set some boundaries and says, hey, not boyfriend who I've been fucking for a year. What if you come <laughs> see my drag show at Molly's Crisis on Thursday? Oh, Jorge plays the drag show every Thursday at Molly's Crisis. Okay, and Valentine's is Friday. Uh huh. So they're they're good to do both of these things in the same episode. Cool. I'm pretty sure is how the timeline works out. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Everybody could be there for the drag show, and Katie can go do her other thing, and the boxing match on that same night. Whatever. Doesn't, ah, it's, it's all gonna it's all gonna work out. I'm pretty sure it's two different nights. So he invites the lawyer to Molly's crisis. He says, hey, it's I don't go on until 11. It's in Alphabet City. None of your rich lawyer friends are going to Alphabet City like it's not their part of town. Mm-hmm. No one's going to see you there. You can do this safely and support me. Yeah. While I do the thing that I do. It's foolproof. And his, his lawyer friend is like, I don't know if I can, mm-hmm. which is like, I'm obviously not going to do this thing because it makes me uncomfortable. And Jorge is like, OK, cool. Well, maybe I'll see you there. Oh, Pepper. Puts on a wig and goes to the Bavaco Italian Bistro in Brooklyn, far, far away far, where anyone away. that she hangs out with will possibly ever go. Right. So they don't, in the episode, they do not tell us that this place is in Brooklyn. Right. You just have to see the, the name of the place and know that it's in Brooklyn. Exactly. Uh, it's a, a semi-famous little Italian Bistro. Uh-huh. So this is like a cute, like knowing things about New York thing that... If you know things about New York, it's cute, but yeah. you don't really need to. But also it shows like the people that make the show Googled anything Yeah, where nobody on the writing staff of Riverdale has ever bothered to do that. Of course. Um, so so again, Katie Keene is set in a much more the real world uh-huh. than Riverdale is where everything is made up and nothing makes any sense. Yeah. Katie Keene has like boundaries of reality that it has to. A little bit. Well, you know, that's why it's good. And that's why it got canceled because good media. <laughs> get squashed well, by a, big... a variety of reasons. Oh yeah, the the streaming no, service yeah. it was on, the the delay in shooting, like the pandemic, it was a perfect storm of shittery. All that, right, that made it not find an audience. Uh, Jorge tells Katie that it extremely sucks having Ko living here, uh, and yeah. it's supposed to be temporary. Four people cannot fit in this place. Like, what are you gonna do? Katie's like, oh, well, we'll find a place to move into ourselves. Oh, there we go. So Katie's solving that problem by deciding to move out. Pepper, oh, so then Josie gets her own room? Oh, my God. Well, Yeah, that would be cool. That would be sick. Pepper has one of her 20 clients who is just an absolute creeper who really, really wants to fuck her. 
God damn it. Uh, and and just will not take no for an answer. Ugh. Uh, and he's like, oh, well, let's let's go out on Valentine's Day. This sucks. Well, I'll get us a hotel room and we can wake up to the sunrise over Central Park. <laughs> and Pepper's like, okay, but instead of dinner, you're going to come to the Lacey's Gala. Oh. Uh, so Pepper, like, sets up with Katie to get herself and this rich Mark to go to the, the Lacey's Gala together. Mm. Uh, and then afterwards, they'll go to the hotel and, and all of that. Josie, on Valentine's night, uh-huh. is singing with Jimmy Dillon Hat. Jimmy Dillon Hat. Sorry. Josie having... They're singing, obviously, at the record shop. Right. Where Josie told Alex she had to work overtime, and that's why she couldn't go out to, to Valentine's work meeting with him. They were going to go over there. The signal, right? Ah, yes. Uh, and Alex, being a thoughtful, decent fellow... Shows up at the record shop with home cooked Valentine's dinner that he has made for her. Oh no! And sees Jimmy Dillon hat here singing and gets real mad about it. Oh no! Uh, and Josie tells him, "Shut up and no, you're not allowed to be uh, jealous wow. about this. Uh, this is totally cool. I am hanging out with this guy and doing stuff for work. He's a really good songwriter, uh, and wow. we're working together to collaborate on music." You should want this for me as, like, the manager slash producer that you want to be for me. Uh, and she's 100% right. Sure. She's, wow, she's, dude. Uh, she did lie a little bit about what she was doing. Yeah. But it's also not reasonable for Alex to be jealous because they're not really, like, a thing. They're, like, working together and yeah. on the side. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, jealousy is also dumb in general. Fuck jealousy. Yeah. Uh, well, so he's... He's mad and like sulks off. Fair enough. But not before Jimmy Dillon hat bails. Wow. He's like, oh, I should probably go. This looks awkward. I don't want to yeah. be here. Oh, oh I'm going to go. Uh, but wow. Josie does give Alex a copy of Dillon hat's demo tape. Mm. It's like, here, you should listen to this. It's pretty good. Like, blah, blah, blah. Go. Go. Get out. Shut up and get out of here. <laughs> uh, Katie meets a famous designer. At the Lacey's Gala event, yep. who I assume must probably be a famous designer in real life. I don't know anything about uh, fashion designers, maybe. so... Who cares? Uh, who, who knows? Yeah. Uh, and they, they chat about like how that designer got started and all of that. KO! Oh, God. Shows up at the Lacey's Gala. What? Why? With his face smashed in. Oh, God. Oh, because he lost? To be, like, to be like, oh, hey, I won in the third round, so I got to leave early <laughs> uh, and uh, figured i'd come here to see my girlfriend who i love wow dude and so he makes it real awkward jesus uh, Christ. security is about to like throw him out and and katie's like no no he's with me it's it's cool i guess wow oh, uh, and he's God. he's still a little punch drunk oh. and the fashion designer is like oh hey is is that blood all over you like are you still bleeding <laughs> uh, and he looks at his hand and he's still bleeding a lot and then a little punch drunk he bumps into a silk blouse and gets blood all over it oh god what a uh, uh so now now in addition to being a weird place for him to just show up uninvited he is- he's also fucking with katie's livelihood yeah <laughs> and man it's, it's what like a perfect this, scene this blouse what uh, a perfect scene. I love it. Gloria comes up with this weird idea that the only way to get blood out of silk is with 
saliva from the person whose blood it is. What? Uh, and some other ingredients like baking powder and like salt and what stuff. What the fuck kind of and, witch uh, potion is she trying to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, it's it's bullshit, but it's probably bullshit that like somebody thinks is reasonable. Like I'm, I'm sure like somebody's grandma was like, oh no, here's how you get this out of silk, and they were like, okay, cool. Yeah, all right, grandma, sure, and it worked. And they so were like, like, whoa. So Gloria thinking that this is a real thing isn't like a Riverdale scale yeah. distortion of reality. It's right. like something that somebody could reasonably believe because their grandma told them. It's not like right, right, right. Okay. They're, they're saying this is a fact of science. So I forgive them this weird thing that's totally bullshit. <laughs> yes, so Gloria tells Katie, here are the things that you need. Some of his saliva, these other ingredients. Now go and use warm water or whatever and, exactly. and rinse this thing to get the blood out yeah. and get out of my sight. I have new so she, she runs dog. Off. Yeah, she runs off and KO is like stupefied because he's KO and he's just want to fight. Yeah. But his face is all smashed in because he was just in a boxing match. Yeah, like how uh, boxers are. And Amanda, the the bitch that got <laughs> Katie torpedoed in the first episode who took the job that Katie wanted from Gloria. Yeah. Sees him and is like, it's like, oh, you had a boxing match tonight. Why didn't Katie go to that? And he says, oh, well, because, you know, Gloria said Katie had to work. And Amanda. Oh, no. Trying to torpedo another thing for <laughs> for our girl, Katie. Oh. was like, oh, no. Gloria told her she could have the night off if she wanted. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So Amanda sucks. So KO hears this and it goes to commercial. And then they come back and KO has, has found where... Katie is trying to clean this blouse and interrupts her and Katie stops cleaning the blouse and just sets it aside for the rest of this conversation. Oh God. So it's ruined. So it's ruined, ruined. Yeah. It's absolutely ruined. Uh, and she's like, he's, he's mad at her. They have a weird little fight. She kind of, mm. I don't, I don't remember what happens. The rest of the scene. I just remember that they, they ruined this blouse. Well, yeah. Cut to a montage of pepper with her mans here at the, the Lacey's thing uh-huh. shopping. She's finding like clothes for him and like, Oh, you're going to look great in this ridiculous plaid suit that costs $6,000. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and here, what about this $4,000 watch? And Oh, this $8,000 jacket looks great on you. Jesus. Uh, and then, uh, so he's like, so, uh, you know, we're going to go back up to the hotel room and, and watch the sunrise, right? Uh, uh, she's uh, like, she's like, oh, uh, what if you do that with your wife instead? And his wife comes in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Pepper's shit. Like, Pepper's like, yeah, so uh, what I told your wife is that I'm your personal assistant and you had a surprise for her on Valentine's Day. Uh, so you're going to take her up to the hotel room instead of me and you're going to fix your marriage. Yeah. Uh, and then wow. she, she grabs all of the bags that, that he has just paid for and bails. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, and these are mine. Peace. And oh my God. Leaves. That's so good. Holy <laughs> shit. So she kind of cons the guy in his favor and like steals all of this stuff from him while saving his marriage. Wow. 
so <laughs> this this is the point where I'm 100% flipped on Pepper, and Pepper is great. Pepper's awesome. <laughs> like the first two episodes, not so sold on her. This episode, she's fucking fantastic. Oh my god. So now, okay, yeah. So it is Valentine's is also the night of Jorge's drag performance. Uh huh. Uh, but it happens after the the gala and the boxing match because he goes on at eleven. Gotcha. That's right. Okay, so the gang is all everyone's brokenhearted. Ko and Katie had a big fight. Jorge is one hundred percent sure that the lawyer is not going to show up for the the thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pepper is feeling weird. Uh, Josie had this fight with Alex and the other dude bailed. So nobody has a date for Valentine's Day. Oh, so they all, God. They all get drunk. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and then they go to the drag show. Wait. Like, all of them, including the 17-year-old dropout? Yeah, in- including Josie, the, the 17-year-old high school dropout. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she goes to the bar every night. Cool. Every Thursday for George's drag show. Cool. The 17-year-old high school dropout is at the bar drinking with everybody. Love it. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody cards at uh, Molly's Crisis. I guess that's why it's a crisis. Uh, I mean, it would be KO's job. He's the bouncer, but... Oh, but you... Oh, of course. If you know the bouncer, then you can just get in. But... Okay. All right. Uh, Oh, uh, the lawyer boyfriend's name is Buzz. Uh Uh-huh. Everyone's mad at Buzz for not showing up to the drag show. Uh, Katie says that she will kill him, and Pepper says that she will help, and Josie says that she's from Riverdale, God. so she'll hide the body where no one will ever find it. But, the, oh my God, what the fuck? Because that's That's her whole thing. thing. Yeah. God. Riverdale. Damn. I'm going to hide this body. Uh, except uh, the bodies that have been hidden in Riverdale have all turned up Yeah, so, so <laughs> God, maybe you want to rethink that. Yeah, maybe, maybe don't. Don't go hide the body. Uh, yeah, that's not who you should have <laughs> hide the body. Uh, Buzz shows up after the show back at the apartment uh, and tries to apologize and be like, oh, I couldn't go, but we're going to fuck, right? Uh, and Jorge says, shut up and no. Good. Good. Jorge. Jorge tells Buzz to hit the bricks. Hit the fuck. Pound sand, Buzz. <laughs> fuck off, dude. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> if it sucks, hit the bricks. <laughs> you can just leave. <laughs> yeah, how about you can just fucking leave, dude? <laughs> oh my god. Uh next up, it's a fancy limousine. Oh. Uh okay. Alex is sitting in the back seat. Uh, okay. The door opens and Zandra gets in. Sure. Uh and he gives her the robe. Wait, oh, gross. He bought the robe for her. Oh, wait, what? For his sister? Yeah, oh, also oh. Uh, the fight that okay. he had with Josie earlier at the the place. She's like, oh, and what about that robe that you bought me? And he's like, the robe I bought you, that's for my sister. We always do like a weird Valentine's thing. Why? She's like, Why? She's like oh, that's that's creepy. I hate that. Yeah, I also hate uh, that. Yeah, it is creepy and weird. Uh, yeah, so that was a little detail that I forgot, but now we know. That's Alex buys so Zandra weird Valentine's presents every year. Wow. Uh, Pepper takes these sack of gifts that her man's bought that she stole from uh-huh. him. Uh, 
and goes to Lacey's and returns them all for cash because Lacey's is an old timey place that doesn't issue store credit. They just <laughs> take returns for cash. <laughs> all right. So now, now Pepper's got 20 grand in her pocket, which is the amount that she needs for the renovation. Nice. All uh, right. The 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 guy that she the cashier that she does this all with is like oh it's gonna be like twenty six thousand dollars or whatever and she's like oh I'll keep the watch and then he's like oh twenty thousand dollars all uh, right Pepper gives the watch to the doorman at the place because oh. he needs that watch in the warehouse yes to set an alarm for when he can be released Amanda the the evil witch that that hates Katie and all things good yeah sees Pepper returning all of the gifts remembers her from the night at the the gala and immediately figures out pepper's grift and is like says to the cashier hey if she comes in to return stuff again find me immediately and before you do anything else wow so amanda is a witch and evil and we hate her but she's pretty clever (laughs) and she immediately spots this this con man operating in her store uh well that's good, good 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 for amanda yeah Alex shows up at Chubby's to fix things with Josie. He says, I promise I'm just going to be your manager slash producer and not your boyfriend. Yeah. Josie's like, that's great. That will sure last in a teen, like romantic drama series. Yeah. That'll totally last. Yeah. I'm really rooting for these guys. In fact, forever. Uh, Across town, Katie and KO break up 100% for good. They will never get back together, ever. (laughs) Never, ever get back together because that's how this works. Certainly not in the next 10 episodes of this teen romantic drama. Yeah. Will they ever ever get back together? They will never, ever get back together, ever. Does does Taylor Swift's We Are Never, Ever, Ever Getting Back Together play or no? I think they shot their budget on licensing... Welcome to New York for the ah, first episode. Yes. They don't they don't get another Taylor Swift song in this episode. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh Katie uh-huh. tells Francois about all of her personal problems. About how she broke up with KO, the only boy that she's ever loved, who she's known for her whole life. Yeah. Uh so this is Francois, one of her two bosses at the store. Uh and Francois, a generally cool dude. Behaves as her friend and not her boss. Nice. He's like, hey, you know what, buddy? I can finish up this window. Why don't you go eat some ice cream or some bullshit? There we go. So Francois is also fantastic. That sounds, yeah, that does sound great. Uh, Josie's songwriting bud, Mr. Uh, Jimmy Dillonhat. Jimmy Dillonhat. Shows up at uh, Chubby's at the next appointed time for them to do songwriting stuff together. Nice. And says, hey, Josie. I've got great news. I can't write any more songs with you. <laughs> All right. And the reason for that is, remember back when uh, Josie had that argument with Alex back yeah. at the other night? Yeah. And she said, oh, and hey, here's here's Jimmy Dillon Hat's demo tape. You should listen to it. It's pretty good. Oh, God. Uh, in the car on Valentine's, Alex showed his sister, Zandra, the demo tape and said, hey. This guy's really good. We should. I think. Sign I him? think I should hire him, and we should like use him and Josie together to like reboot the record company, the record label. Wow. Uh, and so, as vice executive vice president of uh, 
uh, what's his name? Cabot? Cabot Industries. She has signed him on their entertainment division to write songs for TV and commercials. Mm. And made him sign an exclusive contract that he cannot songwrite with anybody else. And and also paid him too much money for this. Oh, shit. So she has sabotaged Josie's dream yet again. Wow, dude. Uh, but hey, good good for that guy. Get that bag. Yeah, I guess get that bag. Uh, Pepper gives the doorman the watch. Cool. Which I mentioned earlier, but yep. this is when it happens in the episode. Okay. I was just excited that she gives him the watch because <laughs> that was cool. That is. She gives cool. him like a, a five or six thousand dollar watch. Wow! Goddamn! Out of nowhere. Very cool. So she's a little little Robin Hoodie. Yeah, I like that. Right. She robs from the rich and gives to this poor doorman. Yeah. Which I love. I'm down for it. Is there anything else that happens uh, in this episode? Yes, we are almost done. Okay. The the gang says to Jorge, "Hey, hey, uh, you broke up with that that shitty fake boyfriend. Let's go get you a real one." Uh, and they make a bunch of food oh, and God. go to the firehouse that responded to their fire oh, call the other night. Oh my God! Uh, and they say like, "Hey." Washington Heights finest firemen's here's a bunch of foods uh and Jorge you should give that fireman your phone number so Jorge gives the fireman their phone number and everything's great wow nice uh Katie gets KO's Valentine present uh and it makes her very sad mm. because they just broke up on Valentine's Day uh yes. 100% for good for good forever for real they will definitely never get back together yeah uh, and that's that's episode three. Wow. Um, would you be opposed to stopping here, even though there's yeah we're we're over four. the two hour mark. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think we'll try and do next, next week. We'll be able to go a little faster because yeah. I won't have to introduce all the characters. That, that is true. I feel like we can we can burn through a bunch next week. Um, so we should be able to to jump right in. Yeah, I feel like yeah we'll be able to do that and not have to do a bunch of lore dump for the uh, for the whole show. But yeah, holy so we, shit, we do, gang. We do uh, five episodes next week and five episodes the week after that because be there's good to 13 go. total. Well, there we go. Damn, those are going to be dense. Those are going to be dense episodes. Yeah, um, we're, we're going to move. Uh, episode four, the notes are really short. So oh, we rad. can get through that one pretty fast. Okay, cool. Well, holy shit, gang. Um, this show rocks. Uh, but, yeah, I I am really enjoying Katie Keene. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sad that I've only got... I've I've currently seen through episode six, so I've got I've got some more homework to do before we record again. But ah, but uh, still, the, the first half of the season, really really good television. Sounds yeah, sounds dope. I really hope uh, that they keep it up and not uh, have half the season be good and half the season be so shitty. Episode five is remarkably excellent. I am really excited to talk about it. Wow! Oh my uh, god, throwing us is... throwing us curveballs left and right here. Man, episode uh, five Katie is Keen. a good piece of television. Goddamn. Um, so uh, I guess thank you for listening this week. I guess it's not a Riverdale runs through it. Jim mentioned the name uh, Josie it's and the uh, Josie and the Peachy Keens. And the Peachy Keens, which I love. I love that. <laughs> That's what it's called. So thank you for listening to Josie and the Peachy Keens. Yeah, a, a pod pa- a podcast with Plunk. A podcast with Plunk. Oh, God. <laughs> It's all coming together. Um, 
Thank you very much for for listening this week. God damn it! I just pleased myself. No, that's so much. don't please yourself on the podcast, Jim. Say that for your private time. Um, podcast with plunk. Podcast with plunk. Um. Anyway, uh, you can find us on the internet at all of the Riverdale runs branded stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, for the next couple of weeks, thanks for your, your patience and yeah. continuing to listen to us even yeah. without Matt's mom, who is obviously the talent. Obviously, she, <laughs> my mom is the best part of the show. We are just filling in. Um, but, yeah, I hope that this this gets people yeah, to watch Katie Keene, though, because it seems really good. It's in Matt's mom's name that I refer to Josie as a 17-year-old high school dropout yeah, to keep constantly, because that the... seems like something that Matt's mom would say. Yeah, which... <laughs> Yeah, you're very much channeling my mom in that uh, in that sense. But uh, yeah, so uh, but yeah, definitely. If you have HBO Max, check this show guess, out. Yes, I'm gonna watch. It, especially Katie if you've Keen. ever watched an episode of of Riverdale and you've never seen Katie Keene, check this show out. It's actually good television. Yeah. So like, which give is, yourself a vacation from Riverdale's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which this seems to be the the kind of theme of this this kind of run of the show is that uh, we're very surprised that this is a good thing. So anyway, before I get, before we have this episode go too long, thank you very much for listening. Um, have a great week. Uh, we have a, uh, artypod at gmail.com is our email where Riverdale runs on Twitter and Riverdale underscore runs on Instagram. Um, our intro and outro song is still going to be uh, smooth pasture by white bones. I'm not going to defer too much from the uh, from the mold, um, yeah, and then you are gonna try and have uh, funny cover art. We're gonna try. I'm gonna try and make some funny cover art. I'm gonna try and put a bunch of cat ears all over the uh, the poster. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I like. That. So I, I think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> cat ears is very. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna also maybe try and put like instruments in front of everybody. Anyway, mm. Um, mm. have a great week. Uh, find Jory you can. Don't, um, don't move. Don't, don't propose to somebody propose in front of strangers. Somebody, don't propose to somebody in front of strangers. Oh my fucking God. And also, I guess, is, is that our don't fuck by a river? Is it, it's don't propose? Yeah, don't do some don't weird thing that you shouldn't do in, yeah. in this show. Like, so, for, for this week, don't propose yeah. in front of strangers. Don't propose in front of strangers. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>